Broadcasting from Green River College on KGRG 89.9 FM. This is The Monday Project. The Monday Project. Now, here's the host of The Monday Project. Mr. Monday Night. It's him. (laughs) He's here. I am here, and I am so excited to be back here on KGRG FM. What's up? This is Mike, and and you're listening to the Monday Project for uh, Monday. What uh, what's the date today? Oh, the 26th. I I don't know what's going on. Um, for uh, Monday, June 26, 2017. And if you're joining us for the first time, this is KGRG FM's only live late night talk show where it's all about having fun on the radio, and we're always under construction. Um, as I mentioned before, my name is Mike. For those of you that don't know me and for those of you that already do, I'm sorry. Not much I could do for you. Um, I'll be your host tonight, mostly. We'll get into that in just a little bit. But at the controls, your technical director, Big E from KGRG, Air Horn Elijah. Good evening, everyone. How you doing? I'm doing well. You did, a, you did a fantastic job last week uh, <laughs> holding down the fort for the Monday mix down. That was a, that was a really cool show you did. Thank you. That yeah, that was the, yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, so uh, so you doing good? You uh, staying cool in this um, uh, tropical heat wave that we've got going on? I here? actually have a story about that that I, I told Desmond uh, that I will uh, I'll tell in a little bit, but yeah. Oh. I, I was not. I was not the the cool one in the family. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> well, yeah, with, with uh, uh, record breaking highs and ninety plus degree temperatures, yeah. I'm sure there's going to be some uh, um, <laughs> excitement there. But speaking of, uh, Desmond joins us as well. How you doing? Hi, pretty good. Just came back from LA. Nice. Well, now uh, I get the feeling that like in our weekend roundup segment, which is coming up uh, very shortly, yep. we're probably going to talk about weather a lot. But uh, <laughs> yep. one, th- one thing I wanted to mention is, you know, um, uh, Desmond, we may have to find a new name for you because now that it is and it's the first day of summer quarter here mm-hmm. at Green River College. Which it's sucks. A, it's a, <laughs> yeah, for you because yeah. you have to take classes. <laughs> Me, I just have to work. Yeah. <laughs> but but. But no, um, basically, you uh, you interned with us last quarter, mm-hmm. and basically now that you've finished journalism one ten, you've uh, you've uh, uh, figuratively graduated from the class. You are now a veteran DJ, my friend. Oh. And basically, what that means is that you are intern no more. <laughs> so so yeah, we uh, we we may have to um, see if we can come up with a a cool uh, post intern name for former intern Desmond. Ooh. You know, I think we're. <laughs> talking about like you know like rise of the des or something like that at some point um but if uh if you have a cool uh post intern name for desmond you can uh hit us up on twitter we are at monday project 89 or at kgrg fm you can interact with the the show that way and um also now that you know who we're going to be hanging out with for the next few hours uh jot down our phone number you're going to need it and this is going to be super exciting 253-833-5004 that my friends is the number you'll have locked into your phones because all throughout the show i'm very excited to announce that we are going to be giving away uh tickets to see mxpx 
MXPX is going to be returning to Seattle. Uh, Bremerton natives there. Um, uh, Showbox presents 25 years of left coast punk featuring MXPX along with Five Iron Frenzy. Again, that is going to be Friday, July 7th at the Showbox. That is going to be an amazing show. And you know what else? You know what else? That show is sold out. Um, so I don't know if anyone else is giving away tickets tonight, but we have uh, tickets to MXPX uh, again, celebrating 25 years of Left Coast Punk. That's uh, that that's gonna be that's gonna be dope. Um, that number again is two five three eight three three five zero zero four. Wait for the queue to call. We'll let you know, and then we'll uh, throw open the phone lines and see if we can uh, send you off to see Mike and the gang. Um, that's also our request line. You can be a part of the show by telling us what you want to hear, or you can reach us on the Twitter, like I mentioned before. Uh, let's find out what's going on in the coming attractions. Here are some exciting coming attractions. So here's the deal. It is going to be an incredibly exciting show. It's going to be a jam-packed show. It's going to be a busy show. I know I say this every week I'm on with you guys, but um, get this. We have... Not one, not two, but three exclusive interviews that we're going to be uh, sharing with you guys tonight. And actually, um, Airhorn Elijah, Big E from KGRG, I took some inspiration from uh, the Monday Mixdown show that you did uh, last week. And when you had uh, uh, two interviews, yeah. uh, two great interviews that, that you can check out in our podcast section. But um, I I have uh, two of our interviews are going to be with uh, No Ho records uh, artist no. uh, one of them being uh, Shane from Promise of Redemption he's also the lead singer of Valencia you may know him from that work as well as Omar from the Phoenix Within uh, we're going to have um, uh, those interviews spaced out on opposite ends of the show but in the middle I've got I've got something uh, really exciting and I was thinking I was going to save this for episode 100 which will be happening on uh, uh, next Monday July 3rd yeah. but I figured with some of the other stuff that we've got going on for that episode I didn't want to necessarily um, maybe um, uh, choke us with an interview but yeah. I have um, we are going to share the radio debut of Cybertronic Warrior which is the first original song from a band called the Cybertronic Spree. Okay. Now, the Cybertronic Spree, now you'll understand why I was thinking about saving this for episode 100. Um, they are a band that combines several things that I love. They combine uh, expert level costuming, okay. um, a voracious love of 80s uh, prog rock hair metal type music. Oh yeah, and they're transformers, and they uh, they nice. they are the robots in the skies. They are the the members of the band are transformers themselves. No. So, um, in addition to uh, sharing their their first original song, because what what they do, and we'll we'll talk about this later during the interview, but they they perform songs from the 1986 Transformers the movie soundtrack. Wow. Dope. And that's what they do. And now what they've done is uh, they've been doing that for a few years now. Now 
they have um, an original song, and we're uh, we have an interview with uh, members of the band as well as um, the debut of that song. Um, so all of that, I'm really really excited about. And again. Um, I, I was uh, maybe a little uneasy about sharing so many interviews because, yeah. you know, I uh, I had a really busy week last week, mm-hmm. um, you know, just uh, uh, doing all these interviews offline so that they're all uh, uh, ready for you tonight. But but yeah, it's it's going to be it is going to be a jam packed show. So, uh, man, it's wow. All, all, all that kind of stuff. Um yeah. And finally, an Oxford study finds that white kids are still not hyphy. What can you do to help? We'll cover it after the break. I couldn't figure out how to get myself out of that one, so I just signaled <laughs> you to play the thing. Because no, I'm just so excited because it's a it's it's just going to be a really fun show. And um, oh, but first, uh, something I did want to share with everybody before I go. Um, so last week it was the Monday Mixdown. It was you know uh, Airhorn Elijah's takeover of the Monday Project. Um, and this week is going to be. Um, it's going to be just as interesting because I'm here for now, but I'm not going to be here for the entire show. Yeah. Um, my, uh, I, I was leaving for work today. I leaving for work today. <laughs> wow. <laughs> well, yeah, this is not work. This is this is my hobby. This is yeah. what I do for fun. But I, uh, I, I was leaving to come to Green River Campus here, and my, uh, uh, my boss called me and yeah. asked me to cover at work, and I kind of panicked and I'm just like, what is gonna happen? But then I realized I have the best team in radio to, um, you know, to to cover. So we're uh, we're I'm I'm gonna hang out with you guys for a while and then um and then then i'm gonna take off a little later and then you guys are under control here so we'll Mm -hmm. we'll so it's going to be kind of like a takeover but it's all all the monday project being um under construction so um again make sure you have our phone numbers uh 253-833-5004 and you know what let's test and see if the phone lines are turned on because uh um why don't we try this call in right now if you want to win tickets to see mxpx um mxpx along with five iron frenzy a sold out show at the showbox on friday July 7th celebrating 25 years of left coast punk um if I try to um I'll try to remember this I have a story involving MXPX uh, okay. and KGRG and mm-hmm. I'll, I'll try to share that before we go and, there you um, go. and it looks like there's our ticket winner <laughs> so um we'll have the weekend roundup right after the break you're listening to the Monday Project if you like what you've heard, go to Twitter and follow us at KGRGFM and become one of us. One of us. One of us. One of us. This is Trebbot from Dead Air Hardcore Radio. Have you ever been interested in submitting music to our show or set up an interview with us? Well, we are always looking for new submissions and guests for the show. So send us an email to deadair at kgrg.com and we will get back to you as soon as we can and always make sure to tune into dead air every thursday night from 10 to midnight only here on kgrg fm i don't believe it my savings are gone okay think where'd you have them last i was home then i spent them on that vacation in this tiny suit of armor now they're gone weird 
Weird? Not really. Not saving now means no money later. Put away a few bucks, feel like a million bucks. For free ideas on ways to save, go to feedthepig.org. That's feedthepig.org. Oh, I broke his little gauntlet. Oh, no. This message brought to you by the American Institute of Certified Public Accountants and the Ad Council. If you have any requests, shout them out. Play that same song. All right, same song. Here we go. Hey, are you tired of those corporate radio stations telling you what songs you want to hear? Then you're in the right place because at KGRG, we listen to our fans and play what you tell us to. Our request line is 253-833-5004. This is Today's Rock on 89.9 KGRG FM. This is Justin, Brian, and Angie, and we're the Lightweight Champs, and we're here to have fun on KGRG. We now return to the Monday Project. Indeed. <laughs> Thanks there we that. go. Um, 89.9 KGRG FM. You're listening to the Monday Project, and my name is Mike. Now, um, I uh, just before we went back on, I sent intern Desmond, uh, no longer intern Desmond. <laughs> oh, very good. Thank you. Uh, because uh, while, while we were taking our break, we got a ticket winner. Um we want to give a huge shout out to ticket winner Bill, who is going to be checking out MXPX. That, again, is going to be on July 7th. Uh, that's a Friday. That's going to be at the Showbox. Uh, MXPX celebrating 25 years of left coast punk um, along with Five Iron Frenzy. That show is sold out. And I hate to break it to you guys. That was our last pair of tickets to give away. I, I did not think that the phone lines were just going to explode that quickly. <laughs> you had that magic. Yeah, it's well, you know what? MXPX is is awesome. They're famous. Well, True. definitely. Well, and, and they're from around here. They're they're from Bremerton. Now, um, if I if I can find this audio for you guys um uh sometime before I leave it, maybe later on in the show, um but uh, our leader, Tom Evans Krause, I have some audio of him talking about MXPX, and they they played a uh, benefit concert for KGRG uh, way back in the day. Mm. So so yeah, there there's uh, there's some history there, and and again, I'll try to see if I can find that audio for us. But um, congratulations to ticket winner Bill. And what was the name of that song that we uh, that we just played for him? It's State of Mind by ah, okay. Matt Candies. Nice, nice, very cool. Um, so yeah, so if uh, if you have a song request, if there's something you'd like to hear, hit us up at two five three eight three three five zero zero four, or you can also hit us on Twitter at Monday Project eighty nine or at KGRG FM. Um, but for now, I think it's time to figure out what's what we've been up to since we've been in a room together because. It's been a minute since all three of us have been in the same place at the same time. <laughs> True. Do you guys know what time it is? It is time for us to do like we do at this time every week. It is the Weekend Roundup. Guess what? I got a fever, and the only prescription is more cowbell. <laughs> for you to go. <laughs> That's cowbell sounds, and then a yee sounds, and a nay. That's a horse that they're riding. Lassos. Lassos. And, um, I mean, cowbells. They giddy up and there's a sunset and then drop. Weekend roundup. Wow. What does a cowbell say? You're going to want that cowbell. 
Oh man, it's funny. Um, li- listening to that intro, and there's uh, obviously a couple voices that you hear in there. Some ghosts of the past. Uh, obviously, uh, Mickey, uh, the uh, uh, former co-host and producer of uh, the show that predated this one, but also there was another voice from uh, questionable intern Chase. Factually, yep. Chase, I've uh, confirmed he's actually going to be joining us for episode oh. 100 Ooh. next week. So he's uh, he's going to be bringing, I'm sure, his facts and other. Uh, fun things back to the show that's uh uh that's going to be pretty exciting as well as uh, um, a couple other surprise guests as well um that's uh that's going to be a lot of fun so um i i don't know about you guys but um last this last week i i worked and i did a bunch of band interviews and really that was kind of the extent of my week, but I feel it. but both of you guys were super busy, so, <laughs> so I'm I'm really anxious to hear uh, hear what you guys were up to. Uh-oh. Hey Elijah, why don't you go first? Then? <laughs> Sorry, I guess I guess I should have been a better captain there and said, well, "Hey, somebody go first. <laughs> well, I felt like Desmond had the coolest story, so I was like, "Do I want to go first or do I want to go last?" Because if I go last, that means I have to follow up, and then it's gonna be like, "Oh, okay, well, that's cool, I guess." Well, well, and, well. Given that, I like the way we've got things set right? up. So why, why don't you go ahead and kick us off? So, um, I will go in chronological order, actually. Okay. So last Monday, as you know, I mean, duh. <laughs> we did the um the Monday mix down with uh myself, Emily, and well, I, I guess Malcolm. The point is, you, you got <laughs> the people were there. Oh, speaking of, and I don't want to interrupt you too much, but yes. the thing that cracked me up as I as I was listening back to the show was, uh, you did the the direction thing, the same thing I do. It's like, oh, on your left, it's like, no, your left, my right. And I just, I, I had the biggest smile when I heard that. I'm like, he's doing, the, oh, they grow up so fast. <laughs> it was it was awesome, but um, yeah. So we had that, but um, Malcolm actually stayed the night that night which was pretty dope oh cool um, so we actually legitimately had a slumber party <laughs> um, i feel bad though because like i was telling malcolm on the way home i was like yeah we'll play some video games or whatnot we'll chill back kick it i fell asleep at like 12 30 oh wow <laughs> i was tired it was I, I got tuckered out <laughs> but um i had an interview that was supposed to happen that wednesday okay but ended up getting rescheduled for friday mm. i don't know why i went ahead of time i had my i had my uh championship game on thursday yes well we had the playoffs so right right playoffs wow. you had to playoffs <laughs> right um well that's how it was I and mean, we didn't know for sure if we we're gonna make it but i mean okay i i got really excited when i found out we were making it of course but um you the way we had the, the way it was set up was we played a game for the semifinals and whoever would win that goes to the finals so we won in the semifinals. Everything was great, and then the finals happened. That oh. was rough. Um, with ten minutes left to go in the game, we were down by twenty six. Wow! <laughs> oh, so buddy. that was rough. We ended up um closing the gap. We only lost by eight. So, and honestly speaking, if we had just five more minutes that game, we would have been the champions. Yeah. But, um, we got cool um second place shirts. That says Renton basketball or something on it. Yeah. I, it. It should be on my Twitter profile. I think I ended up well, updated that. Well, I saw it on your Instagram, and it was interesting because like my phone is kind of small. Yeah. So I couldn't actually see what was on the shirts. I kind of like zoomed a little bit, but yeah. like, but like with Instagram, if you like, you know, pinch and zoom. Yep. As soon as you let it go, it snaps back. 
Yeah. So I'm like, oh, okay. So my point being is I couldn't tell. Yeah. It, we... It's like, is is that a <laughs> is that is that a second place shirt? Is that a championship? Sh- yeah. So so I think I liked it, but I don't think I commented. Yeah, yeah. You you liked it, you didn't comment. We we got second place, which was which was good. I mean, going from a team that was two and six the season before to mm-hmm. going to a team that was in the championship game. You kind of can't complain. Yeah. <laughs> you I, mean, you want it all, but you can't complain. Understood. And the only thing, the only downside about that, I mean, you saw actually, is that I'm wearing a knee brace now um, because the doctors, they said that once that game was over, I need to be off my knee as much as possible because mm. I've been <laughs> I've been overstressing it doesn't doesn't surprise me i'm not someone that's good at yeah i was gonna say to the surprise of exactly (laughs) no way i mean i mean at least though have you cooled it with the naruto runs you know are you you, like you know throwing your shoulders back and sprinting through intersections i i've been it's it's been killing me but i've been really good about my knee i've been wearing my brace every day taking my medicine every day i've been really good about it mainly just because i I really want to be you know great and get my knee back together Mm -hmm. you know but that was that was yeah that's been rough. But Friday, I had my uh, job interview for uh, Dick Sporting Goods actually. Oh, cool! And mm-hmm. it went pretty well. I mean, I would hope so because they they are bringing me back for another interview this Wednesday actually. Hey, so, that's usually a good sign. <laughs> but yeah, so I'm really excited about that. Um, and then this weekend, this weekend here here's here's the perfect way to describe this weekend, if it will play. Oh Fire. man, it was hot this weekend. It was... <laughs> I can hear, the, I can hear those crackling flames too. That was pretty good. It so, was that's some good sounds there. <laughs> it was yeah. hot, like it was bad. It was like ninety two or ninety three, and you know, here's the thing. Me, I, I, I used to make fun of the show How to Get Away with Murder. I okay. got, I got hooked on it this weekend with my parents. Okay, sure. That ties into what I'm saying. My my, we put the air conditioning into the house because uh, we have one of those like portable air conditioners, so to say. Yeah, the yeah. The ones okay. like you put in like in your window and you know. Yep, yep. Yeah. So we have one of those. They had that running downstairs. My two younger brother, or my two youngest brothers, they have a fan in their room. There's a fan in my mom's room. There's a fan in my little brother's Malachi's room. I don't get a fan. Oh. <laughs> oh man. And you want to know why? They're trying to see how to get away with murder. <laughs> if I melt, there's no DNA. <laughs> I don't think that's how that works, but I, I appreciate no. it all the same. That's that's hilarious. But yeah, and then the way that it was presented to me was I'm not a dependent of my parents anymore. So if I want a fan, I can go get one. Oh, geez. Which I don't disagree with, but while everyone's all cool and crisp in their room, I am popping in crisping like a bacon <laughs> but yeah that was my weekend it was it was pretty it was been a pretty interesting eventful week but i'm, I'm more excited to see what comes this next week gotcha so i forget are you taking classes this quarter i am not which nice. actually means that apparently i can't use the wi-fi here and i can't log into the domain Oh, you just found that out. Oh, sad panda. I remember when I found that out for the first time. Because uh, it's like, and there, and I went to the library and the nice lady was like, well, are you taking classes? I'm like, yeah, I have like my student ID card in my wallet. Yeah. I'm, like, I'm like, 
Oh, no, I'm not. <laughs> oh, I told them, I was, oh. like, I was like, I'm registered for fall quarter, and they're like, and I was like, and I'm going to be at the station every Monday until then, and they're like, oh, well, um, that's not summer quarter. Nope. Haha, <laughs> I'm the only one who can use Wi-Fi in this show. <laughs> oh, that's Back me. funny. <laughs> But I also wanted to mention before before we get to uh, um, Desmond's story because he's got a he's got some awesome stuff to share yep. with us. Um, um, it is the first uh, day of summer quarter, and which means that there's still an opportunity for you to sign up for Journalism One Ten. You want to do what we do and be on the radio? Well, class starts tomorrow. That's Tuesday. So yep. walk, don't run. Go to GreenRiver.edu. Type in broadcasting in the search and uh, uh, register for Journalism. 110 i hear there might be a couple spots left so snatch those up before that class fills because uh i was looking at the uh roster and it's gonna be a full class so which which for the listeners what that means is that you're gonna hear all kinds of cool new voices uh throughout the day uh during training i would recommend you give a listen during uh between 9 a.m and 3 p.m because that's when our training time is as all three of us know because we've been through that but yeah that's yeah if you want to listen to baby djs uh, uh bashfully talk into a microphone this is one of my favorite weeks at kgrg it's always that first week of the quarter because I, i'll just tune in when i'm driving around and i'll and i'll just inevitably hear somebody be like uh hi uh <laughs> anyway, it's great, yeah. uh, but no, it's 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 always uh, uh, the funnest time for me when the new students come in. So if you want to be one of those new students, again, uh, there's still time. Greenriver.edu. Sign up for Journalism 110. Um, and I hear we have a guest instructor this week. Uh, mm. One uh, uh, Charlie Harger is going to be teaching 110 on Thursday and Friday, covering for Tom, who is vacationing. So if uh, if you want to uh, um, <laughs> hang out with an award-winning journalist list uh yeah check that out um so uh, uh desmond yeah you uh you mentioned earlier at the beginning of the show that mm-hmm. you have returned yeah from uh from the california area yeah. uh, tell me more oh i went to la with my friends from vancouver and we had a lot of fun we went for six day trips and cool let me see on the first day we did nothing <laughs> okay <laughs> We we literally just just um stay at the Airbnb we are living at, which okay. is yeah, which is um it's it's great. I'm thankful that um the place is pretty clean and we got most of the things we need mm-hmm. there and it's pretty cheap though. <laughs> yeah, that's the most important thing. Yeah. And the second day we went to Universal Studio in LA. Yes. Yeah, and it's. Well, to be honest, it's smaller, smaller than I thought. The, well, did I you stay. go down to the below part where there's yes, more? Yes. Because I've heard people like that they'll stay up top mm-hmm. and not go down like the forty-seven flights of stairs. That oh, dude, I mean, there's like going down isn't so bad, but coming back up, yeah. Fortunately, they have escalators, but it's. I don't know how many stairs it is, but oh. it's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot, a lot. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so like there, there's almost like two portions of the park that are separated by this giant hill. <laughs> and I think sometimes people don't realize that there's more cool Ooh. stuff down there. But Yeah. Um, on the 
like like the downstairs, uh-huh. they have um Jurassic Park. Yep. They have Transformers mm-hmm. and they have one more. I forgot. Oh, the Mummy. Oh, that's the right of the Mummy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, that's They're kind of funny there. because there's that that new Mummy movie. You know, there's yeah. Mummy Impossible. So I I, I wonder how long that ride's gonna last. There's, it's very funny. Um, when we would get the ride and uh-huh. there was a woman sitting next to me. Before the ride starts, she starts screaming. Oh no! <laughs> she was so scared, and my ears nearly not functioning. She sounds like my spirit animal. Well, <laughs> and what's funny about that ride is that that's one of those rides that starts unexpectedly. I'm not going to spoil it, but the, but there's something that it does yeah. at the beginning yeah, of the yeah, ride yeah. where it's like if you don't know what's going to happen, yeah. it it does startle you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and it's pretty fun. I, I enjoy the Hogwarts ride the most. Okay, the Harry Potter right yeah ah, not nice. the outside one but the sure. inside one the outside one is pretty sucks <laughs> <laughs> but you should nice. definitely Straight try to it point. out too yeah yeah it's a kind of new experience that how bad can a ride could be oh <laughs> but inside uh the ride inside the hogwarts is yes. really good and i got a very um interesting experience um it um the ride stops suddenly Oh and, yeah, and it has an era, and I don't want to spoil a lot, but my sure, screen sure. suddenly got blank out. Oh yeah, okay. And we um wait for um an hour mm-hmm. to get into that uh, ride, but it's still fun. It's still the most interesting part for for me. I feel it. Yeah. Well, and the, I was gonna ask you that. It was gonna be my next question: is what what was your favorite ride? Definitely the Hogwarts Hogwarts ride. But um, I was trying to get a warn for my. Roommates, yes, but when I look at the price, <laughs> it's way too expensive. I understand I things yeah. are not cheap at Universal Studios. Yeah, <laughs> and I for the next few days we pre, we were pretty chill. We went to Santa Monica. Okay, and we went to the Wednesday Farmer Market. Nice. We got a lot of fruits that is very healthy. Um, cool. Mm, I love the farmers pe- markets. The peaches and the yeah, the peaches are very sweet. That I love it. We and we went to the Santa Monica Pier. Nice. Yeah, um, very we didn't cool. we didn't play any of the roller coaster, any of them. But the view is very good, and I, yeah, it's my first time to see the boba shrimp. Boop. Oh, Bubba gum shrimp. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, 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 yeah okay, yeah, yeah. gotcha. Because I like um forest gum. The movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's, <laughs> it was quite um, interesting that I can see the real thing. Mm-hmm. And after that, I think we also went to the observatory the next day. Okay. Yeah. Um, it's very cool. Um, we didn't really get very close to the Hollywood sign, mm-hmm. but we get a good feel from there. And nice. It's, and it's pretty cool. And it's very crowded there. Yes. And we didn't do a lot that we tried a very um good pizza place okay. restaurant and sure. it's very good and I also tried um In and Out burgers okay it- I uh, we order it's pretty cheap um okay. we, both of both of us we get um cheeseburger mm-hmm. I got animal fries and <laughs> it's a um, it sounds weird, but it's no. A, I, it's a, well, yeah, go ahead and explain it. What, what's what's animal style? Most of the people doesn't do, doesn't know that. I don't know if right. there's a lot of people know that or not. Um, it's um their secret menu, mm-hmm. and it's the fries with cheese with onions, and it's 
I think it's better than the regular fries. But one of the things I was um surprised that the texture, the French fries of the texture, the texture of the French fries. Sorry. Sure, sure. <laughs> <laughs> are are pretty weird. Um, there's a lot of difference between the artist fast food restaurant. Yeah, it tastes like biscuits. Actually, really. Yeah, the that's texture. interesting. Yeah. Huh. Um, it's not bad, but right. it's, it's kind of weird for me. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. it's pretty cheap, so why not? <laughs> well, well, something I'd like to ask you then is, like, I, I've never had In-N-Out Burger, uh-huh. but what I've been told over and over and over is that it is just, like, the best thing ever. Mm-hmm. It's, like, the best thing ever. The burger is really good. Yeah. So, so is it is In-N-Out Burger as good as people say that it is? For the burger, yes. Um, okay. For the fries, maybe it's just my my experience. Maybe it's just my fries. Mm-hmm. So I cannot confirm that is it that um, tastes like biscuits or not. But, yeah, yeah. But for me, the texture is pretty weird. So from everyone that I have talked to, yeah, In and Out is great for burgers, but their fries are some of the worst. Yeah. Oh, like people okay. really don't like their fries, and apparently it's part of the secret menu too. But there's a way because they don't. Not necessarily they don't cook them all the way, but they don't make them crispy on purpose. You have to order it a special way to, for them to make it crispy. Oh, yeah. That's what, at least that's what my um that's what my dad says. Okay, he, he, he lived in uh, Cali for a long time. Gotcha. Because mm-hmm. like you know, I've had friends that have uh you know gone to California, and they they tell me that's like the first thing they do. Mm. And you know, like I've known people from California. It's like oh yeah, In and Out Burger. Rah, 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 rah. <laughs> you know, I, I'll take Dicks any day of the week. Yeah. Um, I, I love me some Dick's Burgers. So, um, but yeah, no, that's so very cool. Well, thank you for yeah. sharing that. And uh, uh, one thing I want to mention is that um, Desmond, while uh, while I understand being a broke college kid, money is tight, and it was a it, you know it was a really cool trip. Yeah. But you managed to pick up a couple souvenirs for your showmates, oh. and I just wanted to say publicly, thank you very much. Oh, uh, got got me a cool uh, uh, key chain it's a california license plate with my name on it and that that's really cool yeah man i thought that was really cool (laughs) i think i think i have something for you mike yeah i don't know i i i think so don't mind me and my greasy bag of dicks (laughs) (laughs) very good (laughs) <laughs> I like that, yeah. uh, but but one thing I want I want to uh, mention before before we got out of here is so um, Elijah, What's you uh, you uh, you received a gift from Desmond as well, right? Yeah. Um. So is it in my? Po- it should be in my pocket. It was just in my pocket. Well, it's, we on, it's on the radio. We can't see it <laughs> anyway. <laughs> well, I want I want to describe it. Oh, okay. So it, it's it says Hollywood. It's like a. Like kind of like you know how you would have like a a postcard or whatnot, yeah. And it says like Hollywood, and it shows yep. like you know the scenery. So it has that, but it has my name on it. Yep. Why this is actually significant for the listeners out there, I can't find anything with my name on it. Anything personalized, like you know those ones like share a Pepsi or whatever it is, is called. <laughs> I can't find my name on those. I will go to all those places where it's like personalized pens or personalized backpacks. Nothing says my name on that. So for him to find that, that is pretty. That's pretty legit. Yeah, I was very surprised that Elijah should be a very popular name. Yeah, it is. But, yeah, yeah. But that's the weird thing. But <laughs> it's very hard to find a keychain or anything else that's right Elijah on on it. There's always Jonathan and 
Miguel, but there's never Elijah. I don't they, know. <laughs> they even got a lot of weird names start with E. But okay, but they don't have Elijah. I was very shocked. To, to <laughs> anyone named Jonathan or Miguel, I was not taking a shot at. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I just you know those are the first two names that I thought of. <laughs> but I'm not very shocked that I couldn't find Desmond. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Yeah, you're you're not wrong, but yeah, it just I just thought it was really really interesting that um that yeah, I I never realized that Elijah was so um uh, difficult to find. Yeah. And not for nothing my uh, my lovely wife Mrs. Mad, um she uh, she has a hard time finding stuff. She she has a very unusual name as well, you know. Have you ever seen a California license plate that says Mrs. Mad on it. I mean, come on, that's, that's <laughs> but but no, her uh, um, her name is very unique, and her joke to me is always like, when whenever you see like the keychains, it's like if you find my name, you can buy it. Nice. And yeah, I I don't do very well in that category. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, no, I just I I, I want I wanted to make sure that we uh, mentioned that really quick, like because that I I don't know, I just I just I didn't yeah, realize it's quite that. interesting. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So. Um, um, <laughs> yes, crowd cheers for uh, Desmond, the MVP, for uh, uh, thinking about us. That was very, very sweet. Thank, Thank you, you very much. You're, 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 you're a very considerate young man. And Agreed. Appreciate you. <laughs> All right, man. Well, I, uh, I'm i looking at the time, and I realize that I have already dragged us off schedule. <laughs> so um, I think we need to move on. Uh, coming up after the break, it's my interview with Shane Henderson. He's the lead singer from Valencia. Uh, we're going to be talking about Promise of Redemption. Uh, uh, plus, we're going to play one of the songs off of his new album, Where You Ought to Be. Um, that's all happening right after this. You're listening to The Monday Project. We'll be right back. Need school credits? Want street cred? Register for Journalism 110 at Green River College to join KGRG-FM. Your mom goes to college. Go to KGRG.com or GreenRiver.edu for more information. If you're a single man under the age of 35, you'd probably like to know what the ladies are looking for on an online dating site. A guy who had a few drinks and later got pulled over for buzz driving. See, that could cost you around $10,000 in fines, legal fees, and increased insurance rates. And doesn't a guy who's back living with his parents but calls them my roommates just scream Mr. Right? Buzzed, busted, and broke. Because buzz driving is drunk driving. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. KGRG.com is your online source for today's rock, including access to the concert calendar, new music ads, exclusive podcasts, blogs, and more. You can even download the KGRG-FM app right from our site straight to your Apple or Android device. And the screen adjusts automatically, so no more squinting if you're using a phone or a tablet. Check it all out at KGRG.com. WTF. The Nerdist, Rooster Teeth, Adam Carolla, Serial. You, you listen to podcasts, want to do one and not completely suck at it? I'm Charlie Harger. I teach digital radio. You'll have a podcast in your own radio show. Think of it as a podcasting boot camp. So sign up now. Journalism 120 meets twice a week on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Podcasting your own show. Journalism 120 here at Green River College. Hey, this is Austin Getz from Turnover. You're listening to 89.9 KGRG. Time to love your 
we're pleased to bring you our feature presentation. You're listening to KGRG 89.9 FM. What's up? Mike here with you, and you're listening to The Monday Project. And joining us on the phone right now is the singer of Valencia to talk about his solo project called Promise of Redemption and the new album, Where You Ought to Be. Uh, Please welcome Shane Henderson. Hello. <laughs> Live studio audience is bonkers for you. How you, how you doing, man? Oh, that's great. I'm doing good. I'm doing good. How are you? You know what? I I'm doing great. Uh, you know, living the dream, making new friends, uh, talking about some killer music. So you know, life is awesome. good. So I'd like to talk to you about your new album, Where You Ought to Be, which again will be out on July 22nd. But first, I'd like to talk to you about Promise of Redemption and how it's different from what you did with Valencia. Yeah, totally. Um, So the record came out last July, and it's been out for almost a year now. Uh, That's where you ought to be. And then um, POR came together pretty much when I was in high school, uh, it was more so like an outlet for me to try different songwriting styles and acoustic kind of stuff. And uh, it was something to also keep me writing when my drummer of my high school band went to college. Um, so I started doing the POR thing, and that's actually how my my high school band is how I met all the other guys in Valencia just through playing local shows. And okay. uh, so we, we, you know, we joined band together and went for it and, you know, the rest is, is history. But with, with POR, I've been doing it pretty much on the side up until Valencia stopped touring in 2012. And then um, I pretty much, within the last two years, have revamped it. And then I'm going to take it and uh, do some more stuff with it because it's a fun project and I enjoy it. So I'm excited to, to tour. I'm excited to put out new music. And yeah, that's pretty much how it, how it came about. Awesome. Now, um, where does the name come from? Because it's uh, it, it's might be an unusual name yeah i mean um you know that's a good question i forget where i was reading a book this was a long time ago <laughs> i was 16 and i was like trying to pick a name and uh i wanted to go with por but it stood mm-hmm. for promise of redemption and uh to me that just means that uh everybody can have a second chance at at, at anything in life you can um you can redeem yourself basically you know now, uh, what genre would you consider POR to be? I mean, could you uh, uh, kind of describe the sound a little bit? Yeah, I would say it's um, kind of up there with like alternative, alternative indie, maybe. I don't know. It's um, it's kind of evolved over the years. Like it first started out as it was sounded kind of like a pop punk acoustic record. Yeah. Which, um, obviously, Valencia was more more in the lines of punk mm-hmm. and, and pop, and um, so. As, as as it's grown, I've kind of taken it in this new direction where I'm trying to be a little bit more musical with it, mm-hmm. um, have the compositions be a little bit more in depth, and have some layering to it that I've never tried before with you know synths and keys and and some and some full band songs actually, which are on where you ought to be. Um, but I would say I'd say it's right up there with like alternative indie, kind of like uh, I don't know Jimmy World meets the 1975 kind of thing. It's it's ever evolving because it started as like a super acoustic pop punk project, <laughs> right. and it's turned into what it is now. But uh, I think that just speaks to maturing and growing up. Well, you know, and I'd say it has almost a a, a melodic, um, almost emo, almost shoegaze vibe at times. Yeah, totally. I'm super into ambient stuff, and um, 
this project gives me a chance to try new things and not kind of be held to one style. Um, but yeah, I, I agree. I, you know, I like that stuff. I like, mm-hmm. I like when it, you have some ambience to it that can make you think, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I, vibey. I, I, I like vibey. <laughs> vibey. That's a really good way of putting it. So, yeah. uh, so is it just you in promise of, uh, redemption or do you have other folks and is it a band per se? Yeah, you know, so that's that's the other thing. It started as a solo project, and now um, I'm lucky enough to share the stage with a lot of my best friends from growing up. Um, in the studio, it's mostly me, but I work a lot with uh, Trevor Leonard, who uh, was in Valencia with us towards the end there. Uh, he's also in a band called The End of America, which is a really great band. Um, so he and I have been working on the POR thing for a while now. Um he also actually was part of my project, The Future Perfect, which I put out in like 2014. Oh, okay. But um, so yeah, so I'd say Trevor's probably like probably the most consistent member. But that within the last year of putting out the EP, uh, I've had a, I've had all my friends kind of join me when I go to play live, and that's been really fun to like play with a full band again. Um, we did those Envy on the Coast shows in March in New York, and it was uh, it went over really well. We did full band stuff for that, so. This uh, I'm doing a tour coming up on. Actually, I leave on the 24th, but um, th- that's going to be different too because, that, like I said, it's like ever evolving. So for this tour, I'm just taking out a guitar player and a keyboard player. So it's just going to be the three of us, um, which will be quite different to what I usually do. So I don't know. It's it's always changing, you know. But um, I'd say it's it's mostly just me and sometimes Trev when he uh, when he wants to write some songs. But I was actually just talking to Trevor uh, yesterday because planning to work on a new record as soon mm-hmm. as I get home from tour. And uh, I was just telling him how I wanted him to be a part of the whole thing this time and get together and do it. He's a great musician and an awesome friend. So. And uh, um, uh, with that, again, we're talking to Shane Henderson from Promise of Redemption, and you're listening to KGRG 89.9 FM as part of the Monday Project. I am Mike, and I want to stick with that for a sec. Let's, uh, let's loop back around and talk about influences and what really yeah. kind of informs your music. You know, what, uh, what do you look to and how does it um, um, inform what you're doing now with POR? Yeah, totally. Um, I'm a huge fan of melody. Like, uh, melodies just get stuck in my head all day long, and it's just constant. So when I hear a song with a good melody, I never hate on music because I think music is just, like, the best. You know, it's it's the ultimate healer. And whatever works for you works for you. And, like, I love all kinds of music and will never hate on anything. So I'll just constantly be listening to all these new genres and new bands and just find little things here and there like that they do really really well and and it inspires me to like try something new or or, you know Mm -hmm. go this way with it instead of that way that I always go you know but um as far as like major influences I would have to say bands like Green Day, Jimmy World, Hot Water Music, No Effects um I I liked all the the punk stuff growing up I still do but Mm -hmm. um stuff like that Springsteen all the classics like Tom Petty and anything with a really good melody Billy Joel all that stuff. 
It's yeah. good. I'm a, I'm a lucky guy to have grown up with such good music. No kidding. I uh, I sometimes worry for uh, kids that are up and coming now and who they get to look to. You know, I I was talking to another musician recently. You know, uh, around the time that Pearl Jam was inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and he asked me a really good question that I couldn't quite put my finger on. He asked me, you know, it's like you know a lot of the bands that you know we grew up. What do uh, young people now have to look to? You know, it's like, I mean, the best we could come up with was like, say, Kings of Leon or something like that. You know, just, you know, who are the up and comers and who will yeah. uh, folks look to? And I, I didn't have a good answer to that. Yeah. I mean, it's tough because it's there's not much longevity anymore. You know, it's yeah. like you don't see artists like Springsteen or. I, I say that, like, the last great American rock star is Dave Grohl. You know what I mean? Like, he's, like, he's that, you know what I mean? Anybody yeah. that is, is that magnetic of a personality, it's mm-hmm. just, um, you don't really get that that much anymore. It's kind of all just been washed over almost with this, like, little gloss that, you know what I mean? It's yeah. a little strange. I don't know. But I was watching, there was, like, this YouTube video the other day mm-hmm. uh, where they had teenagers listen to 2000s pop punk songs that were big <laughs> okay and they had to try and name the bands and i'm talking like blink 182 some 41 like all of the songs that were on like the tv and radio nonstop, right sure yeah and they couldn't they didn't even get the middle by jimmy world and i was just like i can't oh. believe it you know what i mean like man that makes me feel old oh, <laughs> it's man. just insane to me that those they need to hear those albums like those albums are insane you know yeah my my heart aches at that it's like oh my heart it's so, yeah. Um, so I'd like to uh, loop back around and let's uh, let's talk about your creative process a little bit, kind of uh, in terms of you know themes and topics that you go for, and as well as you know the the nuts and bolts of it. Because like you know, um, I always like to ask this question because sometimes uh, musicians write music first, other times they have a lyric that they can't shake out of their head, and it's always a little different. So um, uh, could you speak to that a bit? Oh yeah, totally. So um I've been trying trying new ways of writing lately with uh I do this website called downright.com mm. where people can order personalized music and uh they they basically give the backstory and then I write them a song. And um that's actually opened me up to trying new ways of writing because with Valencia I would always do like kind of skeletons of songs like I would I would almost I would almost freestyle like lyrics on top of on top of chord progressions and just kind of put it out like whatever I'm dealing with in the moment, just trying sure. or whatever I want to write about. I'll just like put it into, into just like all just like kind of spur of the moment type stuff. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then I would, I would just record it and then kind of transpose it as I went. But with, uh, with the downright stuff, a lot of times I find that I'm creating the musical bed and then writing the melodies and lyrics like on top of the musical bed rather than writing it kind of all at the same time. Interesting. So, yeah, so it's cool. I mean, it's fun. It's fun to try new things because you you wind up obviously with a different outcome, mm-hmm. and um, it's it's an interest. Songwriting is an ever interesting process. It will always <laughs> like continue to evolve with your taste in music and your what's going on around you. And it's, uh, it's I will I love songwriting. It's just the best. <laughs> And we're talking to Shane Henderson from Promise of Redemption. The album Where You Ought to Be is available now. Um, And 
I, another question I wanted to ask you mm-hmm. was, um, uh, I, I always like asking this question because of the just the wide swath of answers that that we get and share with our audience. Uh, what advice do you have for people who want to form their own bands, perform their own music, and pursue their their dreams and passions? Yeah, you know, this day and age, it's like kind of kind of difficult. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. Uh, when I was 16, 17 and doing it, it was just a different world. People were, were buying records. Um, their, you know, digital music wasn't as relevant as it is right now. Um, but I would say, you know, honestly, just as long as you're working on your craft and you're putting 100% into it, uh, you know, the best advice I can give anybody is to just, just keep trying. Because... <laughs> mm-hmm. um, it just sometimes it just takes persistence, you know. Uh, it takes an organic, an organic growth process to get to a level where you're at, you know, when you're selling out shows. Like it's not it's not an easy thing at all, but right. um, it can be done. It still can be done, and I think that it all relies on music. So as long as uh, you're putting everything you have into your art and the music speaks for itself, then that's that's going to be the way. Excellent advice. Uh, appreciate that. And uh, Shane, before we let you go, um, could you let people know where they can learn more about Promise of Redemption, where they can, and where they can find their music and connect with you? Yeah, for sure. So you can uh, you can go to nohoperecords.com. That's K N O W hoperecords.com. Um, you can also find me on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, my personal Twitter is Valencia Shane, but I also have a POR Shane Twitter and uh, Promise of Redemption on Instagram. So it's also on Facebook too, facebook.com slash Promise of Redemption. And uh, yeah, it's all, all up there on the interwebs. Gotcha. So the so the main website to go to would be nohoperecords.com, right? Yeah, I would say so because that's kind of the hub of, of everything going on with POR right now. So Perfect. Yeah. And... Um, is there anybody you'd like to acknowledge or give shout outs to uh, that we may not have mentioned yet? You know, show, show some yeah. love to folks. Well, uh, how about everybody that's uh, planning to come see us next month or this <laughs> month and next month? Yeah, man. Hello, people. Can't wait to see you. <laughs> <laughs> Please come. It's going to be fun. Yeah, it sounds like it's uh, it's going to be a really cool tour. Um, wish you all the best with that. Thanks, man. All right, well, there it is. Shane Henderson, everybody, give it up. Live studio <laughs> audience going, going crazy. Um, check out check out Promise of Redemption. Again, that album is Where You Ought to Be. That is available now. Go to nohoperecords.com. That is no with a K. Um, and check them out out on the road. And, um, Shane, one last question. Um, any... Um, any uh, any chance you're gonna find yourself in the Pacific Northwest anytime in the in the near? Uh, you know, actually, the Pacific Northwest is like one of my all time favorite places ever. I love it up there. Mm-hmm. Uh, unfortunately, the tour goes as far north as San Francisco, but uh, I'm hoping to get up to Portland and Seattle very very soon. So nice. keep an eye out for new music and keep an eye out for some shows. And I promise I'm gonna get up there. I love it there. So. 
Well, I tell you what, if uh, if you make it up here, um, one of the things we like to do is have artists come into the studio. You know, we'll uh, we'll even let you play DJ for a few. You know, come up with uh, some playlist <laughs> items. You know, maybe play some songs live on the radio. Uh, we call them artist takeovers, where you know we we bring Sounds folks great. up, and and it's it's a really really fun time. So you know, again, if you find yourself in our neck of the woods, I'm in. open invitation, in. man. So. Cool. All right. Thank well, um, uh, thank you so much for taking the time with us today on KGRG, and we're we're definitely going to keep in touch. Yeah. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Thank you. All right. Take it easy, man. Bye bye. All right. Bye. And if you missed any of our conversation with Shane, check out the full interview now available in the podcast section of KGRG.com. Cool dude. And um, coming up next, we're going to play the title track off of Promise of Redemption's album, Where You Ought to Be, right after this. You're listening to The Monday Project. KGRG-FM, KGRG-FM HD1 Auburn. Also broadcasting on K207AP Sumner Lake Taps, 89.3 FM. From punk rock to indie rock, from nerdcore to hardcore to metalcore, plus the best of Northwest hip-hop and exclusive interviews with the bands that make it all happen. This is your music, your station, your request. This is Today's Rock on 89.9 KGRG-FM. Hey, this is Shane from the band Promise of Redemption, and you're listening to KGRG 89.9 FM, Today's Rock.
That song again was by Promise of Redemption. That was a great interview by Mike, of course. If you want to hear that again, or if you weren't able to catch that live, well, actually, I don't know why I'm saying if you weren't able to catch that live, because you want to be. Anyways, the point is, if you want to hear that again, then check it out at the um, on SoundCloud later on. Next up, after the break, we have an awesome interview by Cybertronic Spree, so stay tuned. By listening to this hour of KGRG-FM, you've collected 10,000 10, bonus, bonus points. points. You can't use them for anything, but at least you didn't have to pay for them in a microtransaction. KGRG, today's rock. You know what would make this day even better? Another drink? Um, or maybe some music? How about Uncommon Chords? Is that a new cocktail? No, Luke. It's a radio show on KGRG. Oh yeah, I've heard of that. It's a mix of indie rock, emo, and post-punk. It's on every Thursday from 7 to 10 p.m. Uh, nothing better than Uncommon Chords and the Beach. It may be hard to believe, but people just like you are already saving money. FeedThePig.org makes it easy. Their simple savings plan teaches you how to start saving without going overboard. So you don't need to sell all your belongings and live in a commune. These dungarees belong to all of us now, Tom. You don't need to get a second job as a stuntman. You just need FeedThePig.org. Don't get left behind. Get tips and tools at FeedThePig.org. Brought to you by the American Institute of CPAs and the Ad Council. We are listening to today's rock. We need you to come and join the congregation. We need you to listen in. And we need you to do something. Give us a request. Call us at 253-833-5004. And even better, if you want a say in what we do, you can sign up at Journalism 110 at Green River College. Hey, this is Nick from Knuckle Puck, and you're listening to KGRG 89.9 FM. KGRG-FM. What's up? My name is Mike, and you are listening to The Monday Project. And joining me right now via subspace transmission now is a band that I've waited for a long time to talk to. Uh, I might even say... I would have waited an eternity for this. They are robots in disguise. Please welcome the Cybertronic Spree. Live studio audience oh, wow. is going crazy for you guys. Hi, humans. So what? Hey, what's up, Earth? So uh, first of all, uh, where are you contacting us from today? Well, we're uh, just rocking the Cyber Toronto, so that's where we are right now. <laughs> Cyber Toronto is that uh, is that near uh, Canada here on Earth? 
It is, it is. Uh, this time we've crash-landed our spaceship north of the border. Usually it's south. Uh, but, yeah, we switched things up this time. Excellent. Very good. So what I would like you to do now is individually introduce yourselves and um, uh, let us know what you do in the band Cybertronic Spree. Great. Well, I am your front boss, Hot Rod, and I play the bass and do a lot of the singing for the Cybertronic Spree. And I'm also a front bot, RC, and I do box and keys. And I guess that makes me the back bot. I'm Rumble, and I, uh, I'm the lead drummer of the band. Awesome. So now, um, you guys aren't the only people in the band, right? Because Cybertronic Spree is a huge band. Why don't you tell me about some of the other bandmates that aren't able to join us today? Yeah, well, also playing in the Cybertronic Spree, we've managed to... <laughs> We've managed to get the Quintesson on keys, guitar, and singing along with uh, one of its five faces, anyway. Yeah, two of its five faces have nothing to do. <laughs> uh, also, joining us, also joining us is the incredible Unicron, uh, mostly known for eating large planets. Um, we've since convinced him to stop with the universal hunger and get on with the universal rock and roll. Um, but then from time to time, we'll have uh, a few other guests joining us on stage, like Bumblebee and, and Soundwave. They're sort of the hype bots of the band. And not to mention uh, the human Spike, who continues to educate us on your strange and wonderful ways. <laughs> Cool. So now, before we get too far, um, and I want to let everyone know that your brand new original song, Cybertronic Warrior, is now available, as well as an amazing music video, both of which we're going to talk about. But first, uh, new listeners that may be encountering uh, Cybertronic Spree for the first time might be might be a little confused and maybe a little unusual about the way that um, uh, the ways of your band. What I would like you to do first is describe what the Cybertronic Spree is. Who are you guys? Yeah, I guess it doesn't translate on radio as much as uh, seeing a picture or a film. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so for those not in the know, the Cybertronic Spree is basically a bunch of robots who have cast aside their age-old rivalries to wage awesome rock across the galaxy. That's right. And it's also your face melting at warp speed. <laughs> oh man so um could you describe what uh you know so we mentioned that you melt our faces off with the power of rock and not unlike the light from the matrix of leadership but could you describe the uh the type of music you play well we really like when we came to earth we really liked humans just in general mm -hmm. and this film from the 1986 Transformers the movie soundtrack, it, it blew our minds. It's just got so much style in it. Mm -hmm. It's got flourishes, keyboard and guitar solos, soaring vocals, it's got all the hooks, and it was such a special moment, it drew all of us, all of us bots, together like moths to a flame. So since then, we've kind of looked at like playing those songs for other audiences, and it's been a really great experience because it's stuff that people already know the words to, mm -hmm. but love to sing along and rock out to. And uh, we've really just kind of taken it from there. Our sound is very heavy. Obviously, we're a bunch of metal robots, mm -hmm. and that's how we like it. Um, but really, we're interested in performing music that people can feel comfortable rocking out with us to. Nice. Yeah, I think a good job of summing it up. 
Excellent. And we are talking to RC, Rumble, and Hot Rod from the band The Cybertronic Spree. And you're listening to 89.9 KGRG FM. What's up? My name is Mike, and this is The Monday Project. Um, so w- I was wondering, how long have you all known each other? Oh, man. We've known each other a long time. We didn't get along for the most part until maybe about five years ago. Uh, but we've known each other for a very long time, and uh, it's uh, it's been an interesting ride. I used to fight with these guys a lot, and now I just kind of hang out. Yeah, you do hang out, Rumble. <laughs> hey! It's, it's been millennia we've known each other, but you know our time here on Earth is when we've really come together and started to rock out. Yeah, like Rumble said, it's been maybe, yeah, just over three years since we started rocking out. Yeah. Well, and that's what I was most curious about. It's like, you know, how uh, how did you guys meet, and what inspired the formation of the band, the Cybertronic Spree? Well, it's a little bit of a, I mean, like I was saying earlier, the, the soundtrack is what inspired the Spree. It really just ignited the sparks in all of us, and mm-hmm. we were drawn to the music. And, you know, I was living, uh, you know, the 86 movie had come and gone, and since then, you know, we weren't really considered very popular. We're part of the G1 Transformers, after all. And uh, we felt the world had moved on from it. So, yeah, there weren't that many opportunities here on Earth. Uh, and I was living kind of transformed into mm-hmm. a car, out of my car. And, uh, yeah, I just thought, you know what? What if we get some of these wonderful bots back together and see if we can, you know, have one last hurrah and send off the Transformers 1986 movie in style. And, uh, yeah, it just so happened that a lot of people wanted to see that. And so that's how it continues to this day, is people want to see it, and uh, we're more than happy to give it to them. Well, and I'm surprised because uh, it's uh, it's the eclectic group of folks. You know, you have you have Autobots, you have Decepticons. I mean, you've even got a, a Unicron in there and a couple humans as well as a Quintesson. That's that's a group of folks that you wouldn't think would get along because you know the the Cybertronian Civil War went on for millions of years. So um, it's uh, um, how, how do you guys get past that? Oh, Mike, I got to tell you, it's just the power of rock right there. That's right. We, we still have our differences, but now we settle them on stage. <laughs> I oh, yeah. Stage shows are very dangerous for that reason. I don't remember much about the old days anymore, but I, I do get along with Hot Rod more than I thought I would. Which is saying something. That's saying something. Yeah, he's not an easy guy to be friends with. <laughs> well, I've heard that, you know, Hot Rod is not always the most likable guy. Yeah, some people give him a hard time. I gotta admit, yeah. back up. I get to be the controversial bot, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I think it's cool that he let Prime die. That was awesome. <laughs> well, that's what I was going to say, you know. You know, arguably, had he just left well enough alone... You know, uh, may- maybe Optimus Prime would still be walking with us to this day. Mike, I get that a lot, gotta say. But as a you know, young turbo rubbing young punk, it just wasn't my style. So, um, so getting back to the the band Cybertronic Spree and what you guys do, you're a um, 
you're primarily about your live shows and your performances and your shows. Um, so could you guys describe what people can expect when they see the Cybertronic Spree performing live? What What is a Cybertronic Spree show like? Well, they can expect to be transformed, first and foremost. <laughs> All right. Well put, RC. Yeah. yeah. Um, our shows are pretty crazy. Fans go wild because on stage it's a literal danger zone there's pumping fists and flying limbs and metal bodies crashing into each other because we do battle each other on stage which is kind of fun wow um and yeah it's uh it's really nice honestly um there's lots of humans in the audience singing along Uh having a good time and we're playing all the hits so yeah, I mean, when I look out into the audience, I just see a sea of unicron horns. Everyone's screaming because they've never rocked out so hard. And sometimes we actually worry that y'all are going to break. <laughs> so uh, so you mentioned earlier that, that you guys um, uh, engage in some fisticuffs. Uh, Rumble, do you still have the opportunity to activate the pile drivers now and again? Yeah, I mainly use them on the drums, though. And uh, I think that's why they wanted me in the band, because I could hit harder than any other bot my size. <laughs> nice. But as far as the uh, making the, sh- the stage shake, that's pretty dangerous. And I got to look out for the other guys in the band. I got to look out for the crew. And I don't want it to be a, a dangerous time for the people who paid to see us. So mm-hmm. most of the time I keep it dialed back a little bit. Understood. Well, I I appreciate you looking out for the uh, the safety of us weak fleshlings. I, I I appreciate that. Thanks. I've been reprogrammed to care slightly. <laughs> Very good. Oh man. So um so continuing with uh with uh, the live shows um and again we're talking to the Cybertronic Spree on the Monday project. Uh, this is eighty nine point nine KGRG FM. So um. So you've mentioned that you perform uh, songs from the 1986 Transformers the Movie uh, uh, motion picture soundtrack. Um, so do you have a set playlist? Do you play just those songs or do you dip into other stuff? Um, what uh, uh, what else do you guys do? Because last I checked, there's only 10 tracks on there, including a couple instrumentals. <laughs> It's true. No, we're always mixing up our playlists, and we keep it fresh for every show, and we we throw in a bunch of surprises, which you may have come across. Um, Yeah. Yeah, we just recently did a uh, Robots in Disguise version of the Power Rangers, (laughs) uh, which mixed in a little E1M1 for uh, the Doom fans out there. So that was pretty well received. And and yeah, we'll do songs about fighting, because that's what we love, that's what we do. Mm -hmm. So uh, people are kind of excited slash laughed out loud when we did a nice cover of Pokemon, because, well, that's what they're about. Those Pokemon, they love to fight, and I believe they want to be the very best, as do we. I can get behind it. (laughs) If you think about a lot of the music from the 80s that went along with movies, Mm -hmm. that's the kind of stuff we love to listen to and play. So anything that gets you pumped to fight. Very cool. Nice. So uh, so that being said, um, and you may each individually have uh, separate answers, or at least this is what I've discovered when I've talked to different bands. Um, what uh, What is your favorite song to perform live? Yeah, you know what? Right now I am partial to Cybertronic Warrior uh, just because it feels like 
captaining a badass ship. That's my favorite song. Nice. Hot Rod? Uh, you know, performing live, I gotta say, Nothing's Gonna Stand in Our Way Ooh. is just, it's so good. It's off the Transformers album, and uh, yeah, I just love the stage moves on that, and I love rocking out with RC on it. Cool, I'm gonna have to go with Hunger, because it's so badass. So you guys seem to be partial to the kick songs then, right? Yeah, they're a great band. Very cool. Uh, and, and you noticed uh, we, we referred to them as kick and not so much as Spectre Generals, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was, oh, my gosh. So, um, um, well, let's uh, let's switch gears. And, again, we're, uh, we are talking to RC, Hot Rod, and Rumble from band The Cybertronic Spree on uh, KGRG 89.9 FM. My name is Mike, and you're listening to The Monday Project. And, um, RC, you mentioned it earlier. I think now it's the time for us to talk about Cybertronic Warrior. Um, you know, uh, uh, tell me all about it, including, like, you know, what, uh, um, you know, what inspired you guys to do an original song? And because and, I'm sure there's an awesome story that goes with it. There is, but really, you know, ever since we started performing popular Earth tunes, people have been asking us about recording original music. And uh, because we've got a lot of humans asking for it, we want to deliver. Mm-hmm. So we thought, let's, let's do this. We have a, an infinite amount of songs in our bank because we're robots. So we thought, all right, let's, let's get it out there. Very cool. Now, so what um, um, I want to talk about the uh, creation of the song a little bit, because I'm I'm a huge fan of obviously the the uh, the original motion picture soundtrack for Transformers, the movie uh, from 1986. And to me, when I when I heard Cybertronic Warrior, I could hear influences from just about every song that you guys perform as the Cybertronic Spree. I mean, there's there's definitely a lot of kick acts in there, but also I, I can hear some Vince DiCola. I can hear some Stan Bush in there. It's like, it, to me, it feels like the 11th song on the soundtrack. Um, so I was wondering... Thank you so much for saying that, Mike. Yeah, thank you. Um, really, that is exactly what we programmed the song to do. We basically said it needs to have all of these components, and we optimized it for maximum efficiency, and uh, the result was, as expected, pretty awesome. Yeah, I, I really, really enjoy it, and I'm very excited to uh, uh, share it with my audience here. Now, let's. Um, I'd like to talk about the music video, because as epic as Cybertronic Warrior is as a standalone song, the music video that you guys made for it is amazing. Um, I was wondering if you could uh, talk about the production of that, because it's, it's, um, it's very elaborate. It's a, it's a great video. Oh, thank you very much. Yeah, we worked really hard on it. Yeah, I mean, humans are awing us all the time, and one of those humans is Stephen Kostansky. He, he just he blew our socks off if we wore socks. Um, we wanted a director who could capture the kick-ass, bust-to-the-wall feel of our rock anthems. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we had seen uh, Manborg and uh, the Void movie, and we thought, let's, let's, let's see if Steven's up to the task. And we got together with him, and when he described to us what, what his vision was, we were just like, you know what, go with it. It's amazing. Yeah, we wanted, 
all of our other music videos are from performances, and we wanted our first original song to have a completely original video because we didn't want to be playing this song live before people saw a video of it. And we loved Steve's work on all of his other other projects. You know, he's even worked on Pacific Rim, and uh, he had a, a short in ABCs of Death 2 about wishing you were part of a fantasy land, uh, helping a guy called Fantasy Man fight the evil emperor. Wow. And, uh, yeah, we really liked his stuff, and, and he understands the, the decade that we were most popular in, so he really knocked it out of the park. Yeah. Yeah, it, I'm inclined to agree with you guys. I mean, it looks like it was, it's like something that was plucked from 1986. It's, uh, it's great. So, um, so another thing I wanted to ask uh, with regards to the video because it to me it it feels like there's a um, a story involved, but it's a story that I would think is different than what we've seen in the uh, in the movie that was uh, the animated movie that was made about about you guys about the Transformers. Um, so I was wondering if you guys could talk about uh, that a little bit about uh, maybe what the story is and kind of how that c- came to be. Absolutely, Mike. Yeah, it's uh, it was quite it was quite interesting slash tragic. Um, the reality is is that well we are still turbo revving young punks. So when you give us a brand new spaceship complete with giant warrior mech with which to perform in, of course on the first day we're going to take it out and, uh, well, wreck it, I guess. Um, (laughs) We no longer have the warrior mech or the ship. Uh, It all went down in flames, uh, as you can see if you watch the film. Mm -hmm. But uh, I do think the film itself turned out great, so uh, it wasn't a total loss. Uh, the robot was a big write-off, and we're going to be paying it off for a while. Um, uh, but yeah, but yeah, it was a lot of fun to make. I think that's probably a different reading than maybe humans would have of the film. But uh, that yeah, was, like for us, it was weird because we thought we were just going to go out for a ride, and then all this stuff happened, and we had to fight. <laughs> it was unexpected, but I guess that's how life is. Well, true, and you know that—that's why folks need to go check out Cybertronic Warrior on the Cybertronic Spree Bandcamp page and download that song, you know, to help uh, uh, contribute to the funds to to pay off that that broke ship. Um, you you yeah. didn't you didn't have the occasion to pla- uh, crash on the planet of junk this time, so no uh, no extra parts there. Yeah, yeah, really. This is why we can't have nice things. Robot edition. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Okay, so um, so my next question for you guys is um, uh, again, you know, having having learned to coexist as a band, um, and and all of the uh, success you guys have had so far, uh, what advice would you have for people that want to start their own bands? I have a message, girls, rock and roll needs you. Pick up that guitar. Pick up those drumsticks, the mic, whatever, and show them what you've got. You're the future. I like that. Yeah, if you wanna, if you wanna start a band, just do it. How about you, Hot Rod? You got any, uh, got any advice for the, uh, the, the other folks that might have potential, just like you? Well, I think if you believe in yourself and you keep going, you persevere, then, like RC said, you know. Uh, then you'll be the future, and you'll have the touch. 
And that is Hot Rod. We're also talking to RC and Rumble from the Cybertronic Spree. Um, and you're listening to The Monday Project on 89.9 KGRGFM. My name is Mike, and I have a, I have a couple more questions for you. Um, uh, specifically, what is next for the Cybertronic Spree? Well, Mike, we like to keep surprises. Uh, <laughs> we are robots in disguise, so a lot of things are, you know, top secret. Um, but I will say this is when we come to America, it will be with a vengeance. Nice. Um, so will we have uh, perhaps some more recorded stuff to look for in the future? Maybe, if not a full album, at least an EP or uh, something else for us to look forward to? If people want to hear the Cybertronic Spree make original music and i think cybertronic warriors so far what we're hearing the feedback is that that's what they would like then they will have it very nice well because you know humans we we humans are a greedy people you know and uh you know as soon as we get something we always want what's next. We always want what's more. Uh, but I again, uh, Cybertronic Warrior is a fantastic song. Uh, being a lifelong fan of this material, you know uh, uh, the film and the film soundtrack. Uh, this this really hits me where I want to be. It's uh, it, it's fantastic. Oh, thanks so much, Mike. Uh, honestly, the support has been overwhelming. Uh, actually, yeah, I'd love to do a shout-out just to all of the fans that have already given us so much support through these uh, these short years here on Earth in trying to bring this free far and wide, and uh, it's really meant a lot. Without the fans, uh, we would not be doing this, obviously. It's, uh, it's such an honor to perform for humans. Um, yeah, I mean, we're really we're thrilled with how Cybertronic Warrior is being received. Fantastic. And uh, and before we let you go, um, where can people go to learn more about the Cybertronic Spree and everything that you do? Well, uh, we have a couple of social media sites, um, Facebook being the most popular, so Facebook, the Cybertronic Spree. Uh, but you can also visit our website, which is thecybertronicspree.com. And, uh, yeah, I mean, just reach out and contact us on Instagram and Twitter, same thing. Yeah, we're Cybertronic Band on Twitter and Instagram. Yep. And, uh, heck, you can always get in touch with the spree at Gmail, the Cybertronic spree at gmail.com. Very cool. And, um, uh, Hot Rod, you were mentioning a, a couple uh, shout-outs earlier. Um, I'd like to open it up for all three of you guys. Uh, are there any acknowledgments and or shout-outs that you know, we may not have mentioned uh, throughout our conversation that, that you guys want to give out, give some love to uh, folks that have supported you? Uh, yeah, actually, I want to shout-out to two humans, uh, the first being Greg Harrison for making Cybertronic Warriors sound banging, and the second shout out is to our manager Sean Hatton because he knows how to party yeah he's done a lot of work with us and uh, yeah we're very grateful to him so yeah Greg has done such a phenomenal job recording the material and uh, working with the band uh, he's, he's a-okay in my books Mike and I want to give a shout out to you because you asked to interview us, and we love talking to people who are interested in hearing what we've got to say. So thank you so much for giving us this platform to spread our message. 
Oh, you're welcome. I mean, you know, we're uh, we're in the Pacific Northwest here. It's it's a we're we're in fertile nerd country. So there's a there's a lot of us out there that uh, the what the Cybertronic spree does resonates with us uh, pretty deeply, and we uh, you know are really fans of what you guys do, and you know keeping that fandom alive. It's uh, I it's really really great. The uh, the pleasure is definitely mine. Yeah, our friend, uh, our friend Kyle from Kirby Crackle lives out there. You know what? I was going to mention him actually uh, because uh, I was interviewing him for my radio show, and it happened to have been on uh, on August eighth, on the anniversary of the release of Transformers the movie, and we uh, we we mentioned it uh, briefly. And he um, he spoke very highly of you guys, and would be uh, uh, definitely uh, interested in doing something with you guys in the future if you ever found yourself in the uh, the greater Seattle. Pacific Northwest area. We would definitely like to be there. So yeah, we're just hoping it's all it's going to take is a little energon and a lot of luck. Very nice. Well, the uh, uh, the band is the Cybertronic Spree. The new single, the uh, first original song from uh, the Cybertronic Spree entitled Cybertronic Warrior is now available. Uh, check it out on their Bandcamp page um, as well as uh, through their social medias. Um, also, check out the music video that is out there on the YouTubes. So, uh, to Rumble and Hot Rod and RC, I would like to say thank you you very much for joining me here on the Monday Project on 89.9 KGRG FM. Uh, this, was, uh, this was a lot of fun, you guys. Thanks so much for having us, Mike. Absolutely. Thanks. Um, once again, uh, give it up for the Cybertronic Spree. Uh, thank you again so much for taking the time. <laughs> Thanks again, Mike. And till all are one. Till all, all are one. one. <laughs> all right, have a good one. You too, Mike. Take care. All right, you too. Bye-bye. Oh, man, too much fun. And if you want to hear even more of that incredible interview with the Cybertronic Spree, head over to KGRG.com and check out the podcast section, as well as on the KGRG FM app. Uh, Still tons more show for you tonight, but for now, and without any further ado, here is the radio debut of Cybertronic Warrior, the first original song from the Cybertronic Spree, and you're listening to The Monday Project. Hi, I'm Hot Rod. I'm RC. And I'm Rumble. Brought together by the power of rock, we are the Cybertronic Spree. And you're listening to KCRG 89.9 FM. Today's rock.
I know this is going to sound like complaining, but I swear, Mike just has an unfair advantage when it comes to interviews. Every time he gives one, it just he's just so great at being, you know, really compelling and really capturing you. Anyways, guys, after another great interview, we are rearing the 9 o'clock hour, and we got some really cool things. We got the return of Red or Blue. <gasps> Gasp. Yeah, I know. And we got another great interview, so stick around. It's going to be great. You're listening to The Monday Project on KGRG-FM. Hi, I'm Dan from Real Friends, and you're listening to KGRG 89.9 FM. It may be hard to believe, but people just like you are already saving money. FeedThePig.org makes it easy. Their simple savings plan teaches you how to start saving without going overboard. So you don't need to start foraging wild berries. I was skeptical, but these are actually pretty good. You don't need to sell your soul to the devil. Fifteen bucks is the best I can do. You just need FeedThePig.org. Don't get left behind. Get tips and tools at FeedThePig.org. Brought to you by the American Institute of CPAs and the Ad Council. Hello, computer. Hello, Cork. Play the Buzz Morning Show. I'm sorry, Cork. I'm afraid I can't do that. Why not? Because I'm not a radio. That's no problem. The Buzz is live every Wednesday through Friday morning, pretty much anywhere you can stream your favorite radio stations like TuneIn, iHeartRadio, and even KJRG.com. And while you're listening on your computer, you can even interact with the show live by searching at the Buzz KGRG on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram. It's Tuesday night, you dumb Oh, well, would you look at that? Yeah, um... Just play some of the past episodes from the Buzz page. It's on the Shows tab on KGRG.com. Why would you want to? Because you get to listen back to parts you might have missed, like our six-pack, geeky news, and we even have some really cool interviews on there. Cork is just some idiot they left behind the microphone. Listen to Adanica on the Buzz Morning Show, Wednesday through Friday, 6 to 9 a.m. on 89.9 KGRG-FM. Do you or a scout you know need to earn a badge? Let KGRG help. Contact programming at KGRG.com for information on how to schedule an interactive experience with a KGRG personality and a member of KGRG management. Groups will get a behind-the-scenes look of two professionally-run radio stations and learn all about what it takes to be a broadcaster in one of the biggest markets in the country. To sign up your scout troop, contact programming at KGRG.com. That's programming at KGRG.com. Or visit the Contact Us tab on KGRG.com. Hey, punk, want to be a DJ? Register for Journalism 110 or 120 in the Green River course catalog today. Yo, you're listening to KGRG-FM, KGRG-FM AC1 Auburn. Also broadcasting on K207 AP Sumner Lake Tap 89.3 FM. This is the home of today's rock mother. You're listening to the Monday Project. Oh, here, let me turn that down a little bit. <laughs> we got some we got some cool things. After this song, we have the return of Red or Blue and another interview that Mike did later on tonight. It's a day to remember here on KGRGFM. Hi, I'm Malcolm. And you listening to the Monday Project on 89.9 KGRG. Can you hear me? I can't hear you. No? 
<laughs> That's pretty weird. Yeah, it's weird. I don't think I'm. I don't think it has my voice. Oh, hello, 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 hello. Okay, yeah, there we go. I'm like barely there. Yeah, okay, okay. I'm I'm there. Can you hear me? Uh, you can hear me now. Okay. Oh yeah, there we go. Now I'm back. That was really weird. We're sorry. <laughs> um. Okay, here, let me close the door. Let's try this again. Hi, I'm Malcolm. And you listening to The Monday Project on 89.9 Welcome back to The Monday Project. <laughs> that was that was awkward. Um, <laughs> How are you, Desmond? I don't think I can hear you now. Oh. Boom. It helps if I actually put you on program. Ah. Uh. Yeah, that usually. <laughs> okay, let's try this one last time. <laughs> How are you, Desmond? <laughs> Pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was just that was yeah. So <laughs> we're back on the Monday project, or at least we try to pretend to be. So um, <laughs> that song, that last song was called "If It Means a Lot to You" by Data Remember. It's actually the first time I have. Or the first song I've heard by a day to remember, um, way back. And I saw um I saw that you kinda looked like you were getting to it. Did, did you uh, Yeah, like it's pretty cool. I enjoy it very much. It's it it's very solid. Yeah, I it's it's a great song. Mm-hmm. It was it was yeah, I love that song. Yeah. <laughs> um so so we have finally well, I don't know why I said finally, but we have what, you know what? I'll just I'll just let it I'll just let it play. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, from the dudes who brought you football in the mosh pit and I should have slept during the Grammys, we present you the newest talk show game that is sure to bust your gut. Welcome to Red or Blue, the game that brings unexpected outcomes. A flip of a coin decides your fates on the Monday Project. All right, so this is the part where I actually explain what that means. So Red or Blue was a game that. Um, I made a long time ago that is like I said it's about a flip of a coin and basically I have a coin or I have a coin app on my phone that uh, as you saw during the break or yeah the break I don't know why I said that wrong um, it has a red option or a blue option mm-hmm. and today the the options be, uh, between the two is if it lands on red we have the game Pokemon or mm-hmm. and that means I give you a list, and you tell me if it's a Pokemon or a uh, anime, mm-hmm. a name from anime. If you get it right, you will hear this sound. I'm Airhorn Elijah, and I approve this message. <laughs> if you get it wrong, you'll hear this sound. Yeet. <laughs> I, I, I could use bells and claps and stuff, but mm-hmm. let's, let's keep this weird and original. Sure. <laughs> and if it lands on blue, I really hope it doesn't. I have to explain to the audience what event led to me getting stage fright. Mm-hmm. So, um, here, let me let me let me open up the app. Oh, now I don't want to open up App Store. I want to open up the app. Mm-hmm. So I will uh, press the button. It is starting. Okay, and I will show you. You will tell you'll tell the viewers what what we got. Okay, it's red. Okay, think. The Lord. <laughs> <laughs> so now I don't have to tell you the awkward story. If you guys do want to actually hear the story, um, comment on Twitter at me 
My my Twitter handle is at Big E from KGRG. Hit me up, send me a DM if you want, and say, hey, why do you have stage fright? Or, yeah, yeah, we'll we'll just do it like that. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we're um, we'll 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 do an example. We'll do two example okay. uh, questions first, and then we'll get it started. Okay. So um, the first one, first example, Pikachu. Of course, it's Pokemon. I'm Airhorn Elijah, and I approve this message. Yay! <laughs> if you would have said if you would have said anime, you would have not been wrong because they made a Pokemon anime. Oh, but yeah. I still would have been disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, Naruto. Anime. Yes, that was that's that's pretty easy. Mm-hmm. All right, now to get into it, the first name, Jirachi. Jirachi. Uh, I would say Pokemon. I'm Airhorn Elijah, and I approve this message. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, okay. Word number two. Jiraiya. 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 Um, Pokemon. Yeet. Ah. Jiraiya is from the the anime Naruto. Ooh. And Naruto Shippuden, he plays um, as Naruto's mentor, Pervy Sage, ah. by his actual name, Jiraiya. Ah. I don't know what his name is in Japanese, so... <laughs> I don't know it in English, <laughs> though. <laughs> so there's that. Okay. Eevee. Eevee. Yes. Eevee. Anime. Yeet. Ah, I'm so bad at it. <laughs> it's, it's a tiny, cute Pokemon that looks kind of like a dog uh-huh. and a, kind of a squirrel mixed together. Well, at least um. for me, but granted, some people think I'm blind, so, you know, mm. there's that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it looks like a little cat dog type thing. I don't know why I said cat in this uh-huh. world. You know what? We'll just get to the next one. Okay. Gyarados. Gyarados. Sounds like anime. Yeet. Ah! Gyarados is a dragon slash water type Pokemon that somehow knows how to spit out water and knows how to spit out fire. Wow. That sounds like an anatomical uh, mistake, but yeah. <laughs> Next one. Rangiku. Rangiku. Rangiku is animate. I'm Airhorn Elijah yeah. and I approve this message. Finally! <laughs> Rangiku is a character from the well-beloved Bleach anime series. Mm. Uh, she's part of the Soul Society, and I can't—I don't know if she's a captain. I haven't gotten really far. Mm-hmm. I got to—well, um, I can't say where I got to. But I, <laughs> I got i got past a couple of the first seasons, so yeah. Mm. Rangiku is, in fact, anime. Ooh. The next one, I kind of cheated with this one— um, I'm gonna just give you this one because this one's cheating. Okay. So I said Osara. Mm-hmm. Osara technically falls into the anime genre, mm-hmm. but it's cheating because it is a fighter in um or not Osara. I'm gonna just say Asuma. But yeah, it's it's it's, it's, it's one of the fighter games. I think from Street Fighter. I oh. can't remember. It's either Street Fighter or Tekken. One of the two. Either way, I technically cheated by adding that one. Oh. So yeah. Um, Arceus. Arceus. Arceus is Pokemon. I'm Airhorn Elijah, and I approve this message. Yeah. Arceus is known as the god of Pokemon. Ooh. It is known as the creator of Pokemon. It's crazy. And it has a move, um, which is like 
one of the most overpowered moves and it's it's Ooh. like cheating. It's called judgment. And it's yeah, it I have not used judgment on a Pokemon and not gotten a one hit KO. Ooh. So yeah. It's a very powerful Pokemon known as the creator of Pokemon. I think I only know how it's look, but I don't really know the what name. is it now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Well, this one. I almost accidentally gave it the <laughs> the answer. <laughs> um, RK9. RK9. Animate. Yeet. Ah. RK9 is a K9 Pokemon that looks like a dog, and I think it's um I think it's technically classified as a fire Pokemon. Mm-hmm. I can't remember. I have to play. I haven't played Pokemon in a long time. Me too. Yeah. Ooh, this one you should get. Really? This one you should get. Really? Yeah. And the tenth one, uh, yeah, yeah. I'll just, I'll just go. This one you should get. Natsu. Natsu is anime. Yep. Yeah. I'm oh, yeah, Air Horn Elijah, and I have <laughs> Natsu um, is one of the main characters in the famed anime um, fairy tale. He's a dragon slayer who mm-hmm. spits that mad fire, more fire than my my mixtape. <laughs> <laughs> He's also one of my favorite anime characters of all time. Ooh. So, yeah, Natsu. Um, we got two more, all right? We got two more. Good. Yeah. So, um 10, number 10, not two. Not two? Yes. I think it's a tricky one. It's a Pokémon. I'm Airhorn Elijah, and I approve this message. Yeah. Yes, it is a Pokemon named Natsu. It is, um, if I remember, it's like a weird, like, bird-type Pokemon mm-hmm. that look. It's like a weird, it's like a bird-type Pokemon that looks like, if if you could make a Native American-looking Pokemon, that's what it is. <laughs> I think. I, I really need to look this up, because I feel like I'm saying this wrong. Okay. And I feel like I'm going to get, like, in trouble. <laughs> Oh, no, I wasn't wrong. I was right. It's a oh. flying psychic-type Pokemon. I knew it was a psychic. Mm. The only problem cool. is that it's really, it's, like, really cute. It's the basic, um, it's the basic evolution. It's the first evolution. Mm-hmm. And its weakness is ice, electric, rock, dark, and ghost. Wow. So pretty much anything and everything will beat up a Natu. Mm-hmm. Okay. This one. Ooh. I didn't know if I wanted to do this one at first, but I know now. That I want to do this one. What is it? All right. The bonus question for all the marbles, even though I don't have marbles, is it Pokemon or is it anime? Jalal. <sighs> Jalal. Jalal is anime. I'm Airhorn Elijah, <laughs> and I approve this message. I might. Yes, it is <laughs> anime. Jalal is another character from the hit anime uh, fairy tale, and I won't go too deep into detail about Jalal because he does play a huge part towards the beginning of the series. Oh. Um, I will say this. He has really cool-looking blue hair. Mm. So, <laughs> I know that's kind of uh, kind of random, but yeah, <laughs> that is Jalal for you. Cool. So yeah, that was red or blue, guys. Um, and I'm pretty bad at this game. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good, Mike. Mike, uh, if I remember right, Mike got like six out of ten or something like that. Um, so you guys are pretty much on par. Uh-huh. So yeah. So oh, this is see, this is the part of the show where it gets really interesting. We did not have just one. Not two, 
But we have a third interview coming up um, by Mike. He interviewed uh, someone. Phoenix from, Within. Yeah, Phoenix Within. And trust me, that's really nice. It's a really good interview. Yeah. I, I was really excited when I yeah. listened to it. And, and a lot yeah. of special effects. <laughs> yes. We we yes we you 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 guys will hear <laughs> eventually yeah. <laughs> so after the break, we have um the interview with Phoenix within. So yeah, stick around. This is the Monday Project here at eighty nine point nine KGRGFN. This is Liam, and this is Nathan. This is Janine, and, and we're, we're so pitted on KGRG. We are huge nerds on The Monday Project, and we like to talk about what happened today in geek history. The sexiest species of all helps track down a terrifying new extraterrestrial. Is it really as sexy as they're trying to say? Well, I, I gotta see. Uh, it's Natasha what? Henstridge. Henstridge. <laughs> Safe search is your friend, buddy. <laughs> also. Henstridge. He's looking for scientific research. I'm just looking to see. So yes, I've seen this movie. I saw this. I saw this when I was little, and I think my dad got mad that I was watching it. Of course he did. <laughs> he turned. He turned it off. I remember this. I was like, "Who's the hot? Who's the hot alien robot lady?" Yeah, that that's a good old fashioned. What are you watching? A good movie. The Monday Project. KGRG 89.9 FM. I don't think that's the point. I don't feel like that's the point of. <laughs> We're keeping that <laughs> promo clip. <laughs> hey, Russell Wilson here, and I know how important exercise is. It's essential. It's essential. With Play 60, United Way and the NFL are helping kids stay active and play at least 60 minutes a day. Healthy kids, healthy kids. But what this place needs is you. To donate or volunteer, go to unitedway.org slash play60. Because great things happen when we live united. Donate. Are you guys going to do that every time? Yes, of course. Yes, of course. Brought to you by United Way and the Ad Council. Incubus is returning to Seattle. Whatever tomorrow brings, I'll be there. August 19th at the White River Amphitheater. With special guest Jimmy Eat World. And Judah and the Lion. Incubus, celebrating their new album, 8. KGRG will have your tickets. Go to KGRG.com for more details. Do you want to be an on-air DJ at KGRG-FM? Or maybe you're interested in learning how to make production you hear all the time on some of your favorite radio stations. Get involved with the broadcast journalism program at Green River College. Register now at greenriver.edu and get your future on. So touched by that song. Hits me in my heart. It hits me where I breathe. <gasps> my lungs. That song was um was all-star. It was it was covered by Chunk, no Captain Chunk. Chunk, no Captain Chunk. Song was provided to you by the request of 
Caleb Jenkins. Oh my God, Caleb Jenkins. Oh, such a beautiful song. Such a beautiful song. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. Oh God. Ah. You're listening to The Monday Project. Next up, an interview by Mike. Pleased to bring you our feature presentation. 89.9 KGRG FM. What's up? This is Mike here with you, and you are listening to The Monday Project. And joining me on the phone right now from all the way in New York, give it up for Omar from the band The Phoenix Within. This is going to be a really fun conversation. Um, uh, what is going on? Seattle. How you doing, man? How's it going, man? <laughs> you know, I, I tell you what, life is good. Life is good. So um, I we're going to talk a lot about your new album, Whispers, which is now available. Uh, but first, could you talk a little bit about your music in general and how you would describe what The Phoenix Within is? Okay, here we go. <laughs> so The Phoenix Within is an acoustic rock project. I'm just going to call it straight that because, you know, a lot of times when people hear acoustic acts, they, they think uh, this guy's going to get up on the stage and he's going to, like, uh, get all quiet and mm-hmm. low-key and talk about, uh, you know, the warm, tingly sensations of being dropped by a girl or having <laughs> your heart crushed. Uh, there are things like that in my music, but I do get loud. I do curse. I have no filter either you know, as a person or in my music. Um, so I am full rock. I'm not going to lie. It's, it's me with an acoustic making uh, a lot of sounds. <laughs> Interesting. So so that being said, because like I've listened to some of your stuff, you know, it's like I've, I've listened to uh, Half, which there's a really cool uh, music video that you've made for it. You know, how, how would you describe where you fit in genre-wise then? Um, you know what, dude, I, I've often... Um, I'm going to just say, this is, and this is why I generalize it, I guess. I just say acoustic rock uh-huh. just because, I, I, I mean, I, I guess it, it is that, uh, it, it's the thing I, I feel closest to. I've always associated rock music with having no filter, with just people getting up there and doing whatever they feel their song is about. Like, they have... You know, their art, whatever it is that they want to call it, they just let loose. And I feel like I do that. So I just call it acoustic rock. (laughs) Not folk, not anything else, just uh, acoustic rock. (laughs) I like that. I I, I think that's a really good description of what you do. And, you know, so often now people will try to put themselves in a box. And I appreciate that you don't see the box you know it's like you know i'm i'm emo or i'm you know shoegaze or i'm you know sad or you know or i'm loud acoustic or you know yeah i mean it's it, it, it's cool i i appreciate that so let's um uh so let's talk about influences a little bit what uh what do you kind of point to that that kind of informs uh your sound and and what you do musically so that one is a little, uh, it's going to sound a little lame. But, okay. Um, I, well, being a generally <laughs> lame person as I am, I, I think we'll be okay. <laughs> All right. So I came from like a very religious family. So I actually didn't 
get to listen to the radio like a lot during like my teenage years. So while like kids in my junior high school were listening to like Nirvana and Tupac and Biggie and all that stuff, yeah. I wasn't. I was into like Christian music because they were like everything else was secular, you know. So they weren't really into that. So um, you know, eventually on the down low, I had friends like you know copying me CDs or cassettes. <laughs> you remember cassettes? Oh yeah. <laughs> so, oh man. Yeah, yeah. So and for anyone else you know, listening out there, that's a that's a ask your parents situation. It's either <laughs> either ask your parents or go see Guardians of the Galaxy. One one of the two. Yes, yes, dude. I'm so thankful for that movie just for that. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> so I used to get like you know on the DL people used to give me like cassettes and CDs you know and I would like wait till everybody would go to sleep and I would, I would play them and I would listen to them so I started off by listening to whatever was on the radio at the time like you know, uh, you know Jewel whatever was on the radio Creed sure. anything that was on the radio was on a cassette now and I was listening to that on the underground and then I had a friend finally give me a CD he gave me two CDs one was Nirvana never mind uh-huh. and the other one was Blink-182 Dude Ranch. I'm not going to lie to you. I took a liking more to the Blink stuff. Maybe just because it was funnier to me. Like, it was funnier. Like, I wasn't ready for the seriousness of uh, what Nirvana had to offer. But now I have such an appreciation for the album. It's ridiculously good. Yeah. But um, (laughs) it's it's really good. Isn't it funny how it turns, though? Because I I had kind of a similar uh, uh, phase where, you know, it's like, no joke, like when... uh, um, uh, Weird Al Yankovic did a like version of yeah. of Nirvana. It was smells like Nirvana, and and there was a brief moment in time where I was more into that because it was funny. And then, like later on, then then as I got um, a couple years older, then I was able to uh, appreciate Nirvana straightforward. But yeah, it, it yeah. didn't it didn't grab me by the throat the way that it did a lot of other folks. So yeah, no, I, and I wasn't. For either, but you, dude, it's funny you mentioned weird. Uh, weird. Now I'm gonna send you a picture later. I'm gonna email it to you. Nice. I have like this collage, and people always come in and they can't figure out why I have weird out there. And I'm like, it was funny. <laughs> <laughs> that's why. <laughs> oh, I can't wait. That's that's awesome. <laughs> but um, but I feel you. And now, like, I have such an you know, and uh, you know, later on, I picked up guitar, and I picked up guitar through a friend. You know, like he he showed me how to play guitar in the hallway in between my you know, high school classes, like my senior year. And he would take me to shows, he would take me to see like uh, that, I saw like Cody and Cambria when they were like nobody, you know, Thrice, yeah. Midtown, um, The Huge when they were coming to town, like when they were just starting to build up, you know, Newfound Glory, like I have a demo CD from them, you know? And it's like, you know, slowly I started appreciating it more, you know? Like yeah. now when I play the Nirvana CD, I like, I love it. Like the the way he like combined his voice with the sounds of the guitar. Like it's so it's really original stuff, you know. And I I just I love it. I love music. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, and I feel you about uh, Nirvana specifically because, like, you know, it has it had like that intentional garage sound to it. You know, it sounds sludgy and dingy and dirty and all that. But yeah. but once you kind of get an appreciation for music, you can hear how actually musically complex it is and how layered yes. and textured it yes. was and how everything yeah. was just so deliberate. And and again, you you wouldn't pick that up on on a first handful of listens. It's after your ear develops a little bit. It's like, oh my god, this is what yeah. they were doing! Wow. Yeah. And I've always said I'm a slow guy, you know. So I've sure. never ever said that. You know, I'm a smart guy. I was like, I'm always a slow guy, and 
slowly I, I became to, you know, I came to appreciate that, you yeah. know, that rawness, that like greatness. Like now I feel like even music is a little too processed, you know? Yeah. Like the drums are just too clean. The guitars are too clean. Like everything mm -hmm. just sounds too generic to me, you know? And I guess that's kind of why I pushed moving forward. Like where I'm at now, I think has to do with that, that I just got tired of all this processing stuff that that's why I think I went acoustic. And that's why I think I do what I do. Like, you know, like even when you listen to the TV now, whispers, it's yes, it's clean. Mm -hmm. But I promise you when I do a live show, it's not like that. It's, it's more what I like to call raw, more gritty. Sure. You know? Cause that's what I feel rock and roll should be. And, um, don't even, uh, just to piss off the guys from No Hope Records, I actually, while I was in the studio, I recorded two albums. Okay. And um, Whispers is the one I, I did, and that's the one I released here now. Uh -huh. But I did another one because I had time. And um, every time I would go to the studio, I would do the two songs for them, and I would do two songs for myself. And they're all raw, unplugged. Wow. Nasty. Like, it's just what I wanted. You know what I mean? Like Yeah. So, it's like, I can't explain it, but I feel like it's important to go back to that. Sure. Just because everything else is saturated with all this, like, over-processed music. And I'm not saying it's not good. Sure. <laughs> There's good stuff. It's just not, it's missing something, you know? Yeah, uh, you know, I, I'm inclined to agree with you on that. And uh, there was a couple things I wanted to circle around to uh, regarding that. Um, but we're talking to Omar from uh, The Phoenix Within. He's uh, talking to us from Queens, New York. And you are listening to The Monday Project on 89.9 KGRG-FM. My name is Mike. And... Um, I'd like to talk about the uh, the new album, Whispers. You know, kind of, uh, um, you were kind of talking about the production a little bit. Um, uh, tell me more. You know, kind of kind of what went into the album, maybe what the genesis oh, of yeah. it was. And it was so much fun. It was a lot of fun <laughs> to do uh, this parts in the songs uh, where I just, um, you know, I laughed in some songs, like, you know, after hitting a certain note, yeah. I couldn't believe I can hit that high, you know. And I was like, wow, I did that. And I still have a scrotum, you know. Yeah. Um, so we would leave the laughter in there, you know. Um, jokes that were inside, we would leave inside. Um, pauses, even even pauses in some of the songs where I just, I was like, maybe it doesn't mean anything, you know. We would just leave it blank. But um, the bottom line, I guess, when I went into the studio, um, I did this one with um, producer Dave Jones. Uh, okay. He works out of the Audio Pilot Studio in Boonton, New Jersey. Uh, the studio itself is owned by Rob Freeman. Uh, and Rob Freeman, he's worked with Gym Class Heroes. There's actually the whole time I was in the studio, I had to stare at this plaque that's on the wall. Okay. He, uh, that that last hit from um, Gym Class Heroes with uh, the guy from Maroon Five. It, he's got a plaque up there because it's oh, he yeah, yeah, that yeah. track there. Yeah. So it's got like over three million sales. So I had to stare at this shit the whole time <laughs> under the studio, and I was like, let me just take it as motivation. You know what I mean? Like get in there. And maybe I'm not gonna do three million hits, you know. But at least I, I, I at least I was in the studio when they did it. That's pretty <laughs> but, um, cool. I went in there. Like I guess my main thing was when I went in there, I wanted an acoustic album. I wanted something that was gonna be gritty, raw, emotional, mm -hmm. and unplugged. Nice. Unplugged. I wanted, I wanted to feel as natural as it could be. Uh, the first track starts off with a piano. 
I'm a horrible piano player. Okay. Um, but I wanted to try it, you know, and I just put it up there, you know, and you can hear like the bubbles, you know, like you can hear a note here or there. That, hey, this doesn't really belong there. And you know what? Mm-hmm. It, it didn't, <laughs> but that's how I wanted it. <laughs> and, and I'm okay with that. <laughs> sure. You know, and it's just, um, that, that was really mainly what I wanted. I wanted something gritty, raw, and unplugged. Mm-hmm. So switching gears a little bit, and and again we're uh, we're talking to Omar from the Phoenix Within, um, and you're listening to KGRG FM. Uh, my name's Mike, and this is the Monday Project. But I, I want to ask you because um, it, it sounds like you've uh, you've got some published music under your belt. You know, it's like you have a you know uh, you have a brand new full length uh, whispers. You know, uh, you've done a couple EPs. You're going around doing shows. Um, so I, I I think it would be fair to say that you're kind of you know on your way as you know as a band and as a musician. But but I want what I wanted to ask is what uh, what has been uh, your biggest challenge so far as a as a musician? My biggest challenge, um, honestly, is getting my music out. Mm-hmm. That has all um, I feel. I feel like that, that, that's the biggest challenge. Um, there are times I like to challenge myself with other things. Uh, songwriting, I like to challenge myself with that. But getting my music out into people's hands, into people's ears, I feel like is the hardest thing ever. Um, I work in a college. Mm-hmm. I work for a biology department, so I have to be Mr. Serious while I'm at work, you know? Okay. Uh, <laughs> when people do find out I play... Uh, music they're a little taken back by it you know yeah uh, at first they don't believe it <laughs> they're like nah you know you're just clowning me you know i do clown a lot but um they don't see that um so they can't really picture it um even when you provide them with a, a cd or a usb stick full of audio files they just don't believe it i guess um yeah so we live in a generation nowadays i don't know dude like back in my day Mm-hmm. You know, it's, if you went to the warp tour or wherever, you would leave. When you're going back home, you would leave with bags, right? Like oh, full yeah. of music. Yeah. Like full of sacks of, of CDs. CDs. Yep. Full of stickers and all this. Mm-hmm. Nowadays, you can get people. If you give a person a CD, they're going to say, "Where the f- am I going to put this? Yeah. <laughs> what do I do with this? They don't know what to do with it. God forbid you give them a cassette. They're just going <laughs> to. You know, but, um, I. I gotta tell you though, and I, don't I want to listen. yeah, you know what though, and and I'll tell you this though, I I have noticed. I don't know if you've noticed this or not. We've uh, we've talked about cassettes a little bit, but I have noticed on like the the real underground indie scene, um, a lot it's of DIY. Oh yeah, a lot of DIY bands are doing cassettes because, ironically enough, to have them printed in bulk is actually cheaper than CDs. Cheaper. And, I know, and that blows me away, <laughs> and and it's so cool because like there is a there have been a couple bands I've connected with uh, uh, recently, and they they will hand me a cassette. Now I have some of my uh, uh, peers and you know uh, uh, folks I'm with at the radio station that have a collection of cassettes, and they're all you know in the shrink wrapped wrapper, and they sit on the shelf, and they'll take Instagram pictures. Of, oh, look at my cassette collection! But with me, I uh, I drive a two 2005 Toyota Camry and you know what in addition to a six disc CD changer that has a tape deck in it 
It's still nice. And so yeah, so I I've been getting this music and I actually play it and it and it cracks me up that in 2017 it's easier for Older me. Than you. Yeah, I and I can play new music on a cassette and that's sometimes easier for me than to get it digitally because like when I'm driving in my car, I'm not going to listen to music on my phone. I want to hear it through my, you know, my car stereo system and ironically yeah. enough with those cassettes i get that experience it it just boggles me dude it's it's, it's an old as new that's what it comes out we have an artist actually on no hope also his name is vincent john and his is not cd it's not audio files online like it's cassettes yeah and it's like he's he's it's like pop like um like it like pop 80s music it's pretty sure. dope but um, it's a cassette, and I was just like, I, when I saw it, I was like, is this a joke? Like, how do you get these? <laughs> Yeah, because I, I I remember a couple years ago a a band uh, uh, handed us a cassette, and we didn't know what to do with it because we un- unfortunately we ended up uh, uh, turning them down and not taking it because it's like well we don't have a tape deck at the radio station how are we going to play oh, this wow. and yeah. and and it wasn't until later I'm like wait a dang minute I can listen to this stuff in my car all I want and I and I can still play the music over the air by downloading digital copies and things like that but but yeah it's it's just so interesting how um as you said what's old is new again and and it's almost nostalgia for um physical media that was never good to begin with like you know cassettes yeah. break down and you know i i've seen like this uh um resurgence of like vhs tapes you know, people are like finding like you know crappy horror movies on video cassette, and you know that I've seen a resurgence on that as well. And 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 cassette was, I mean, uh, and uh, VHS tapes were never good. You know, it's you know just in terms of like you know audio and video quality, and it's I don't know, it's it's just really really interesting. Yeah, no, I agree with you. Dude. It's, it just all this new. It just comes back, yeah. and it's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, so um, so I I apologize. We uh, I kind of kind of dragged us off track a little bit there. No, not at all, not at all. But yeah, I feel like getting my music out there is is, is the hardest thing. Um, mm-hmm. I got very lucky to be able to work with Sean and JD over at No Hope. Um, they have helped me a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they they reach out to uh, indie radio stations uh, such as yourself. Yeah, uh, they reach out to to, to magazines. And we get tons of rejections every day, you know. They reach out to venues, and we get rejections left and right, you know. And it's just um, sometimes it's, that's the hardest part, you know, mm-hmm. having uh, finding people to get the you know the patience uh, to be you know willing to listen or willing to play your stuff um so yeah and and we we're again talking to omar from the phoenix within uh their brand new album whispers is now available my name is mike and you're listening to the monday project on 89.9 kgrg fm and um i've got a couple more questions for you um we we were talking about challenges earlier you know before uh <laughs> before i dragged us <laughs> off to cassette town and 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 tangents um but you know what that that's why people listen to my show because <laughs> you know it's it's yeah i i should have just called it the tangent project instead of the monday project but uh, but i'd like to ask you 
kind of, you know, longer term, you know, uh, uh, goals and maybe what's kind of the ultimate uh, direction for the band and what you want to do musically? Uh, musically, I okay. Musically, I want to keep writing. I want to see, you know, like at least for me personally, when I when I listen back to what I released in 2013, yeah, what I released in 2014, what I released in 2015, I see it getting better. Um, I'm eager to see what it'll sound like um, a little further down the line. Sure. Um, I I want to release more music. I want to play more. Mm-hmm. Um, I have this dream in my head where. I have a good two weeks or a good three weeks or a good month or two where I can go out on the road, visit a station like yourself mm-hmm. in the morning time, spend, you know, have, have breakfast with you guys. Yeah, man. <laughs> sit, sit down, you know, chat the gums, flap the gums, um, <laughs> play some, play, you know, maybe they let me play DJ for like half an hour that day, you know, and, and I, I like give you my playlist of stuff. Yeah. Um, and then in the evening time, you know, you know, like do that in the morning time, go mm-hmm. have lunch, and in the evening time play a venue in the town, you know? And I want to do that, and that's what I'm in the process of working at now. Uh, for this uh, summer and for the year to come, uh, I want to release, I told you, um, mm-hmm. Whispers is the new album I released. Um, yeah. But in the Christmas time, I intend to release another 10 tracks that are not on Whispers, uh, they're completely raw acoustic tracks. So it's just one guitar, no leads, no nothing, just one vocal. It's just me, my guitar, and a microphone. And I'm going to be releasing this for Christmas um, on Christmas Day. Oh, wow. Very so cool. I'm, I'm, I'm excited to share these songs with people because for me, it's it's, it's something different, for me at least. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's still following the, the protocol that uh, I wanted to do when I released Whispers, which was, you know, sticking to that gritty, raw, and unplugged sound, mm-hmm. you know, but still carrying the message, still carrying emotion. So I'm eager to release that. And moving forward, I'm, you know, I guess it would be the same as any other artist, right? Play more shows, drop more albums. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, always on the hustle. No, I, I feel... Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so that being said, you know, we, we talked a lot about, uh, you know, a lot of uh, heavy stuff. Um, but I would also like to ask you what advice you would have for people that want to either form their own bands, uh, pursue uh, pursue music or really kind of pursue any kind of creative endeavor. What, uh, what, what kind of advice you got for the kids out there? I would tell you, first of all, stay in school. <laughs> Keep doing school. Don't think that you can't do music and school. Um, actually, being in school while doing music is going to work out better for you. Mm-hmm. One, you're surrounded by friends. You're surrounded by people who go to shows. You're on their same schedule. So school and doing music go hand in hand. I've, I've met, I've had lots of friends over the years who, you know, unfortunately have gone down the road the wrong path. You know, um, sure. The, you know, music can be very depressing. Like I said, you can you might have a great show one night, and the next show in the next town, there's nobody there. Mm-hmm. It can affect you. You know, not having money, being on the road, and not having that support will affect you emotionally and physically. So it's very important, I think, that you still stick to education, that you still work it out, even if you're just doing music at, at an educational, you know, uh, as a professional. Yeah. You know, it's very important. You can do it. It can be done. Second, I would suggest 
that you keep writing. Never stop writing. You cannot stop writing. You can't just say, I'm in a band, or we have five songs, that's enough to hit the road. Mm -hmm. No. No. <laughs> you don't do that. Keep writing. If the click that you have, this group that you're working with, and the synergy is there, you're yeah. going to keep writing, and you're going to keep impressing yourself. Keep writing. I, that's I love a, it. That's a two pieces of advice I have for you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love it. That, that's great. I mean, that's, you know, of, of all of my interview questions, I think this is one of my favorite to ask. Oh man, you know I I tell you Omar this this has been great. Um, it's it's been really cool getting to know you. Um, and uh, bef before we let you go, um, could you let us know where fans can get access to your music? Where where can we find uh, the Phoenix Within? Uh, the Phoenix Within is available anywhere music is sold. Um, I personally uh, would like it if they visited the No Hope. Uh, records website uh, just because there's a c couple of other artists in there also indie okay. guys like me um, who have their music up there and it's just great um, but you can find it on iTunes I'm on Spotify I am on Amazon uh, I'm anywhere music is sold um, but my choice of preference would be either the Bandcamp Bandcamp page of No Hope Records mm -hmm. or NoHopeRecords.com Perfect sounds great and then uh, where uh, where can we connect with you on social media? On social media, you guys can find me on uh, Facebook at uh, facebook.com forward slash the Phoenix, with, uh, Phoenix Within or on Twitter, just search the Phoenix Within. I'm on there too. Or you can just email me directly at phoenixwithinrock at gmail.com. That's phoenixwithinrock at gmail.com. I'm just a regular dude, man. I'm always around. <laughs> Excellent. Very cool. And um, is there anybody you'd like to give acknowledgement to or give shout outs to uh, that we may not have mentioned yet? Oh, well, of course. You know, my friends and my family, um, they're just so supportive. Um, and to all the people who are out there playing and streaming my music, I want to thank you because it does mean a lot to me. You know, we do get reports and we do see what areas they're playing the music, you know, and it's it's nice to see sometimes, you know, that somewhere in Nevada there's somebody listening to the Phoenix River thing. And if you're listening to this, I want to thank you because it really does mean a lot. Awesome. And and finally, um, any uh, any parting thoughts you'd like to share with our listeners um, before, before we let you go? I would like to say... Um, Keep listening to Mike. <laughs> Mike, Mike is killing it. Um, I hope that one day I can visit you guys up um, down there in Seattle and uh, maybe hang out for the Monday Project. <laughs> and uh, I think it'll be great. I want to thank uh, Green River College um, just for allowing this to happen. You know, Mike, uh, it really does mean a lot to me to be able to share my music, you know, to to a place I've never been. You know, yeah. so it really does mean a lot. Yeah, That's what I like. I mean, I mean, yeah, like I said. So, I mean, if you if you ever find yourself around, man, look me up. Uh, I I I'd I will make it happen. I, I love to do a few hours with radio uh, with you. I I think it would be a lot of fun. And, I think so too. Man, and uh, and and with that, the band is the Phoenix Within. The album is Whispers, available now. Check it out. Um, what uh, what was that website again? Uh, dot com. No hope, no hope like K N O W. No, 
Got it. And we'll include that link in our podcast page so you can just click on it and it'll take it take you right to it super easy. Uh, but man, Omar, it was great talking to you today. Uh, uh, thank you so much for taking the time with us. Mike, thanks so much for having me. Oh, man. Omar was such a cool dude. Really awesome getting to know him during that interview. And if you missed any of that, go to KGRG.com right now. The full interview is available in the podcast section. And you can listen on demand using the KGRG FM app free for those Apple and Android devices. And you know what? Um, Keep your eye on your feed for the Monday Project podcast. You know, we're on SoundCloud and Apple Podcast and Stitcher and... Uh, Google Play Music and wherever else you get podcasts. Um, But um, uh, keep an eye out because I'm going to put out an extended edition of my interview with Omar from the Phoenix Within. Um, We had such a great conversation and I thought it might be really cool to share some of the other stuff we talked about outside of the actual interview. Um, Some really good stuff. Um, uh, So be on the lookout for that. But for now, though, I'd like to play for you the title track from the new album from the Phoenix Within. It's a song called Whispers and you're listening to The Monday Project. Hey, what's up? This is Omar from the Phoenix Within, and you are listening to KGRG 89.9 FM. Today's rock. I've been living a lie. The truth is I'm a coward in a shell. What I've been trying to hide has finally found its way out of my mouth. If I were a painter, I'd paint you the ending you deserve. Yeah, if I were a Flash it with every color that you love My heart and mind aren't yours to take No I've been trapped in this place Living my life the way that you see fit And I've been wearing a mask While sheltering the notions we should be If I were a painter I'd paint you the ending you deserve Yeah, if I were a painter I'd splash you with Every color that you love My heart and mind Aren't yours to take No And oh yeah The rumors are true I'm sorry I did this to you And oh yeah The rumors are true I'm sorry I did this to you
Yeah, so we're just going to go straight into <laughs> shout-outs. Because I just looked at the time, and I'm like, oh, snap, we got to go. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, Desmond, you said you didn't have that much, so uh, we'll go with you first. Okay, I would just thank uh, Sophia from Vancouver who go to the air trip with me, and we planned a lot, and thank you for going with me. So that's all for this week. Oh. That was that was quicker than I thought. <laughs> <laughs> Dope. Um, I'll make this I'll make this pretty short and sweet. Um, first one goes to my parents, of course. They give me life. They give me lots of support, mm-hmm. and they've been really great. Um, next one goes to Flicker and Fade. Um, that they, they've been really awesome. Yeah, and really supportive of me, as, and they've been really awesome people. And it's been great to you know talk to them more. And I I can't wait till uh. Well, we got we got some we got some things in store. Mm-hmm. I, I I can't wait to show you guys. Yeah, it'll be awesome. Um, a secret. <laughs> yeah, definitely a secret. <laughs> um, two more shout outs. The next one goes to Caleb Jenkins. Um, you know, definitely definitely a, a interesting character. It was nice to uh, meet him tonight, Caleb mm-hmm. Jenkins. And last but not least, goes to my best friend, um, Malcolm. <laughs> Yeah, we know you're Caleb Jenkins. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Oh, 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 oh and three oh. more, and three more. Wait. And there's Cybertonic oh, yep. and Phoenix Within and Promise of Redemption. Thank you for the interview and the music you brought us. It's pretty Definitely. cool. Definitely. It's actually funny because I thought of two more actually. Ooh. Um the prize winner I I I'm sorry, I don't have the paper in front of me, but the prize winner for the um the MXPX um uh-huh. concert. Do you do you happen to have that with you? Yeah, Bill. Bill, congrats, Bill. Hope you have fun at the concert. And um, to you, Des, thank you again for oh. the awesome, the awesome. No worries. Souvenir <laughs> and the the great memories. It was really cool running a show with you, dude. Thank you. Me too. It was definitely fun. It's my pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. So, got that. Um, if you want to hear this again, or if you want to hear your name at the end of uh, what's it called? At the end of the show, <laughs> I'm totally saying this backwards. If you want to hear your name at the end of the show, then talk to us on the Twitterverse. Talk to us. Um, I got an Instagram if you guys really want to figure that out too. Mm. Um, you can talk to me there. But just let us know, you know. Say what's up, and we will shout you out definitely. Thank you, everyone who has listened tonight. As always, it's great because if not, we'd be talking to ourselves. That'd be awkward. Um. Yeah, it was a great show. I had fun. Yeah. I really did. There was, the interviews were amazing. Yeah, and the music was so cool. Oh, the music was so great. Um, if you want to, if you weren't able to listen to us live, then you can listen to us on SoundCloud at The Monday Project. Um, you can listen to us on Stitcher. I don't think Spotify, but maybe we should work on that. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. Um, Stitcher, like I said. Um, what's the other one? Oh, yeah, Apple Podcasts. Leave us a review. Good or bad, we will read it on the yeah. air. I promise. It was yeah, it's really fun. Um, I think that's pretty much it. Yep. Try to stay safe with all this heat, guys. Drink water. <laughs> Be healthy. Yes. So um yeah. Um. Oh yeah yeah. Um. Did, did you find it? What is that? Let's talk about oh, what's happening I didn't mean in to real start it. Oh. this week. <laughs> I just wanted to know if you found it. Okay, you found it. Yeah. All right. Uh, <laughs> Sorry about that. All good. Um, so, for the Monday Project, <laughs> it's me, Airhorn Elijah. It's me, Dasman here. And, yeah, have a good night. Make good choices.
Let's talk about what's happening at Real Art Tacoma this week. Huge friends of our station here at KGRG. You know, they've been the hosts of our annual Spring Pledge Drive show the last couple years. I love this venue. Uh, First of all, it's 100% drug and alcohol free space, and they have an amazing all-volunteer staff. You know, it's, it's a clean, safe, and inclusive space. But more importantly, it's a supportive community, and that's, that's what I really like about it. Great all-ages venue. Anyway, um, this is the Real Art Tacoma calendar for the week of June 26th, sponsored by Real Art Tacoma. And tomorrow, Tuesday, June 27th, it's Chemotroph, along with Goatman, Burnt Tongues, and The Beatles. Two. On Thursday, June 29th, Real Art presents Vibragun, Harbor, those guys out of Mississippi, um, as well as Retirement and Supervision. This Friday, June 30th, don't miss Mung's End of School Bash, featuring Fallen Kings with special guests Beef Supreme and Kali Ma. Kali Ma! <laughs> On Saturday, July 1st, Real Art Tacoma presents Matthew the Animal, Nora, Nora, uh, Nick Finney, plus one more act still yet to be determined. And on Sunday, July 1st, Real Art presents Ali Barres along with Ryan Anthony Brooks, Hannah Haas, and the Duke of Norfolk. And that has been the Real Art Tacoma concert calendar for the week of June 26th. Real Art Tacoma, always all ages, located on South Tacoma Way. For more information about these shows and more, head over to realarttacoma.com.